Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Uncle Tyler, and you're listening to episode number three of Let's Talk About It. I am here with my one of my good friends, AC3. What's up, man? What's up, bro? How y'all living? Man, my, I moved yesterday, and yeah. my groin <laughs> is on fire. It's on kill. Like, I feel like I got an inj- injury in there somewhere, yeah. but like, I don't know. I don't go to the doctor like that, but I feel something like that, though. I felt that. I mean, you know, I only go to the doctor if I feel like I'm about to die or something. But yeah, bro, that you pulled a LeBron or something. I don't know. You gotta get that checked out. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the injury report rest of the year, man. On me hurting. Yeah, for sure. So today's show, we got a lot of stuff jam packed. Uh, first, we we'll want to dive into the Matthew Stafford uh, trade. Um, yeah. You got some Deshaun Watson news. Uh, yep. We got some Super Bowl preview, NBA talk. Um, we might sprinkle in some Jake Paul in there. Who knows? But we got a lot of stuff uh, to get into. So let's get started with the Matthew Stafford trade. Um, so, yes, like we were supposed to record yesterday, and that was one of the topics on there about like uh, Jared Goff, like how the ownership and the GM, and they just didn't, they were like hinting at not believing in Goff, and they are open to getting rid of him. So I was, yeah. I, we was going to talk about yesterday where would we see him fitting in. And the Lions definitely wasn't one of the teams that I thought about at all. Like, yeah. um, like I know Stafford did want to – like, there's rumblings about him wanting to go to L.A. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, news dropped. You had Stafford for golf, and you had uh, the the Rams give up some picks. You got a third-round pick this year um, and some first-round picks, I think, in the future, right? Or those – like, was one for this year? No, nah, I think I think it's two. I think it's two future first round picks. Their their first rounder this year, I think, is still going to Jacksonville for that Ramsey trade. So yeah, so yeah, it's two future first and a third. And you texted oh. me last night. You texted me last night. I didn't want to get too much into it, but you said that the the Rams gave up too much. Why? Why do you? I mean, I get it. Stafford is getting no. He's on the back. Not on. He's on the front end of thirties. Yeah, he's but, like two. You know. Yeah, but why do you think they gave up too much? And are you saying that they lost lost the trade? Like I didn't, who? Say they, I didn't say they lost it. I didn't say they lost it. I said they gave up a lot. But to compete with a good quarterback, you know, I guess that that's just what it costs, man. Um, Jared Goff, I don't see Stafford being miles better than Goff, in my opinion. Um, maybe he's just been misused in Detroit. Everybody knows the natural talent he got. So maybe he'll really just really look like a top five quarterback that everybody thought he could be in L.A. But I just think that that's a lot, man. I mean, they traded they traded away. A, I mean, golf ain't he ain't he ain't terrible. I mean, he's probably not he, he's not like top 10 or anything, obviously. But he did fall off, though. He fell off horribly after that Super Bowl. He fell off. He fell off. But you also got to pick, man. Um, I mean, they gave him that huge contract. Getting out of that contract was huge, but um, they just gave up him. And then in addition to them just trading two first-round picks and a third, like they haven't picked – I don't think the Rams have picked in the first round since McVay got there, honestly. I, I think Goff was the last – I think, I think Goff was the last first-round pick. Is the last, I think I read. Yeah, he's their last first-round pick, and that was, what, 2016, I think? 2016? Yep. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy to me, but – you know, um, to compete in the league, you need a quarterback. McVay is a very smart mind, and he knew that his that wasn't his QB no more. Goff was not the guy that could get them back to the Super Bowl. They got the talent. 
They got a defense that could get to the Super Bowl. They got weapons all over the field. They can get to the Super Bowl. They just need the quarterback. So I don't think that they lost the trade. I think that they gave up a lot to get what they needed. But it's necessary because that's the most important position in the game. So, you know, did they give up a lot? The Lions will definitely benefit from that. Yeah, but it's okay. It's worth it. Yeah, they did. Um, the Rams, minus the quarterback, they're probably the, like, top two most talented teams. Yeah, dude. They, they got two of everything. Two receivers, two corners. They got two of everything. Like, they're, they're really good. They're really good. So let's start off with the the Rams, how they benefit. Like, I, I would say that Stafford is better than Goff. Definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah, I would definitely say that. But, like, and you don't have to worry about inconsistencies with Stafford. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what he had, the weapons that he had, and the weapons differences aren't that much of a, that much of a gap, like, uh, from Detroit going over to L.A. Like, yeah. Robert, you got Robert Woods, Cup. Uh, Josh Reynolds, um, Everett. E. Everett, yeah, yeah. And so you got you got those weapons, but he's coming from the weapons, as in uh, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, um, yeah. Danny Amendola, um, Hawkinson. Like Hawkinson. he had what he had weapons over there. It's just I I feel like the big difference between that team, Detroit versus the Rams, is the Rams do have a top caliber defense, which yeah. Stafford hasn't had to fall back on and in a while yeah and, or ever i don't i don't even remember the last time the detroit had a good defense yeah i don't i don't i don't think they have since we've been up and around i don't think they have i think they've had those middling defenses but not great and also they put them with a genius at coach man um i think that that's what stafford's really been missing he's been missing like a play caller that can really really like really get the best of his talent the man is super talented i remember him coming out of georgia everybody was like man this dude Stafford can fling it, and he can fling it. He's he's different. He's definitely different with it, but he just never uh, he didn't he didn't quite have everything around him that needed for him to be like successful as a team, like a whole team based success. Um, and so they, and I, they have a running game. They do have a running game. They got Cam. That man Cam Akers. He exploded in the playoffs. They got a good running game. They still got Daryl Henderson. They got they got depth too. Uh, Malcolm Brown. They got depth everywhere. Um, I think that one of their huge things is going to be trying to make sure that Whitworth doesn't retire at left tackle because that would be a huge hole. But other than that, I think I think the Rams, man, they that was a good trade. I think both teams, this is one of the few trades that both teams could look at it and you could say they both won. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you still think Stafford is uh, – is he the third best quarterback in that division? Like, NFC West is is nice, man. Obviously, Jimmy G is going to be the, the worst quarterback of that division. Um, so and we can get into that later like there this offseason is going to be really crazy I can see a lot of moves that we haven't like you'll see some NBA type moves in the NFL like if, yeah so I feel like this offseason is going to be really really huge um, gonna, but do you, do you think Stafford Stafford is the third best quarterback in that division or second I think coming into the season right now you can say he's the third like without the season playing or starting or anything you can say he's the third but honestly, I think at the end of the year, man, he might just be able to push up to the second, maybe even first. Who knows? I think that I'm not going to put him above Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson right now because Kyler showed huge promise. He's still really, really young. Um, so I don't I don't want to put him above Kyler yet. But And we know Russell Wilson is the best QB in that division. But Stafford is nice. And he's finally playing with somebody that can really get the best out of his abilities. And 
he has a full team around him, like very well-rounded team. So I think, man, I think he can go into the season as a third best, but leaving the season, he could very well position himself to be number one, depending on how well they play. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the uh, what the Rams in, end up doing, but uh, yeah. they definitely got. Uh, so, would you say Stafford makes them a Super Bowl contender? Is Stafford that much of a difference than golf? In my opinion, hell yeah, yeah. When you look at what they take, what when you look at what they have on the team, like defense and offense, all the weapons and everything, yeah, definitely. Uh, Stafford is Stafford's a head and shoulders upgrade above golf. Golf is just not that guy. You know Stafford can make all the throws. Everybody knows Stafford can make every throw there is. He's he's like he's the white version of uh, Mahomes, man. Like he'll yeah, he'll, he'll hit the note. That's that's the thing. The main reason why people like praise Mahomes when with the no look passes and the different angles. Like Stafford be all doing that, but it's the difference Stafford is been, that yeah, yeah, Stafford been doing that. It's just the Lions ain't winning nothing. Yeah, the Lions ain't shit, and that ain't on him. Stafford has always kept them competitive, regardless of who is around him. Let's be real. Like, the Lions have had some very, very talent, like, deficient teams, and he still won out, won, went out and won seven games, eight games with them. Like, you know, he he keeps them afloat. I think Matthew Stafford, in it, in his own right, he's just, he's just a baller. And I remember Aaron Rodgers said this. He was like, everybody's talking about Mahomes with the no-look passes, the sidearms. He was like, me and Stafford have been doing that since we came into the league. And it's facts, man. Stafford is supremely talented. I think people forget. Like, that dude got talent crazy talent so i think man i think definitely they're a super bowl contender for sure now they they definitely up there yeah he's my uh in fantasy that's definitely gonna be a qb1 like i won't i won't i don't reach i won't reach for him but if he's like if he's falling in 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 those late rounds yeah stafford i'm getting stafford man got it you got to definitely i took him this year thinking that you know it was gonna be huge but he didn't have galladay the whole season so but man yeah he gonna be on my radar again next year. No cap. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. So let's uh dive into the uh, um the Lions. Yeah, let's look at them. So, yeah. So with Goff, right? He can be he can be a. I don't know how long how much long you think Goff is the starter in the league. Man, his stock has fallen off quick, ain't it? <laughs> Golly, his stock has went. Do like quickly. I think, man, I think what the Lions should do, take Justin Fields or if he's available, Zach Wilson with the eighth pick. Sit him like a year. You can bridge, you can use him as a bridge QB. You can use golf as a bridge, no lie. And then you can release him next year for like little to like little to no cap problems. Um so I think I think that that's probably what they should do, but I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be too long for starting. Um, especially when you look at the lines what they have going on right now. Galladay's probably gonna leave in free agency. Um, they got DeAndre Swift. You know they got a decent run game. They got Hawkins still. Marvin Jones. I think he's a, a free agent also. Yeah. Um, you know it, it's gonna look a lot different, and they're gonna jump into this rebuild. Like so, I think that it would benefit them best if, if they did start him this season and try to make try to get him to play well to maybe trade him quickly but i would i would suggest i would i would probably do that i would just use him as a bridge honestly but in terms of the question how long he's going to be a starter um he probably got a year maybe two left but he's got to show it this year he got to prove it if he shows up this year he might have more time but the way it's looking right now, he got a year. He got a he got less than a year. <laughs> like in in Detroit or like overall? 
No, I'm talking about overall. Who, who's oh. really who's going to pick him up? Like, if he couldn't work with McVay, who's going to try to turn him into something different? Like, if he didn't work with one of the brightest offensive minds, you could say McVay is probably the brightest offensive mind in the league. Anybody else would probably say, like, Kyle Shanahan. There's not a lot of great guys that you could put up with McVay. Like, McVay is top three offensively. Yeah. So, like, if he couldn't work there, who going to get – who going to fix him anywhere else? He ain't going to San Francisco. San Francisco looking for somebody way better. They looking for Deshaun now that Stafford gone. So, like, who who going to go get him? <laughs> who going to go get him? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with Goff. Like, he had he had a rough first year, but I I blame that on the Jeff Fisher era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely Jeff Fisher. But then he had that – I don't know. How many good years did Goff have? It was one? Yeah, that Super Bowl year, man. That's it. I swear that's it. Everything else was just mid. It was some mid. Yeah, we don't like mid right here. Yeah, we'll do <laughs> don't do mid. <laughs> so would you would you draft – like I, I, I thought they had the seventh. I think they had the seventh pick. I thought it's the seventh or eighth. I know that for a fact. So the quarterbacks will be available. You got, uh, you got Trey. Trey would be there. Yeah, he should be there. Um, who knows? Might- who knows? Zach Wilson could be there. He probably won't, but who knows? Right. So would you would you draft a quarterback this year and letting them letting them develop underneath underneath Goff, or would you wait until next year hoping that Goff is bad enough? to get you a, a higher pick because the team like you said that their their wide receiver corpse is pretty much going to be gone after year. kenny ain't coming back marvin kenny. ain't coming back i don't think no especially if you know there's rebuilding rebuilding going on and the, uh, they're getting older you're looking to go to a, a competitor so Definitely. um i think the detroit could um they could pass on the quarterback this year it all depends on how much you value zach wilson and and trey I feel like, do you like think they could be the future of your franchise, or yeah. you could wait wait next year and uh, draft a quarterback and see if Goff Goff is horrible enough to get you a nice up tier pick? Definitely, I feel like I feel like that would be my move. You know, you take this year as kind of like a, you know, we'll we'll see what Goff does. I would still draft a QB if I'm, especially if Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is there. I mean, maybe late. Maybe, or you can do, you can or even you do can a late. Pick. Yeah, you could do a late, you could do a late draft pick too. No lie. But yeah, I would, I would, I potentially, I, I would take a quarterback and then just, just bridge it, man. Just see what golf does. If he's, if he's trash, he's trash. If he's decent, he's decent. But overall, nah, you don't want, you don't want decent, man. You don't want decent. Yeah, I know. You either want really good or you want trash. There's, you don't want in between because, you don't want in between. That's, that's where you, you get caught up in the Andy Dalton there. Yeah, facts, facts. Hey, Andy Dalton, that man was the definition. He was a mid, a mid, no, yeah. Straight, <laughs> mid, straight mid. Like, but yeah, you don't want that. So I think golf, man, I think that, yeah, they, they're probably going to monitor that situation a lot. Um, but the thing is, man, you could try to bridge him and you draft a quarterback early round and he might be golf out in, pra- in practice before the season. He might beat him out in camp, right? So, and then he, and then uh, he'll just be expensive backup like Matt Flynn or something, something yeah, like that. So the really ups, upside, upside of taking a quarterback early is still beneficial to to Detroit. Definitely, it's still it's still there. I think it's still in play there, especially because they have multiple first round picks coming in the future. Like the next two years, they're gonna have two first round picks in the round. 
So like in each round. So I think um I think that if they got the quarterback right now out the way and he shows promise and he looks good, then 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 they'll have more picks next year to surround talent around him and then just go from there. And then you could trade golf, dump him, release him, do anything. Yeah, we'll have to uh, do a deep dive in because I know that you you like Trey. Yeah, I like I like Trey Lance. I like I like a lot of the quarterbacks out of here, out of this draft. No why. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get into like a deep dive and in, into that because he he does kind of remind me of a Josh Allen type of thing. But yeah, yeah. and you know how I feel about Josh Allen. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but uh, so the segue into the next um, topic. So the Rams, Rams did give up a lot. All right, yeah, to get Stafford right. Which yeah. in in turn means that a lot will have to get traded for Deshaun Watson, more likely, right? Or or did Detroit or did the Rams um have to give up a lot due to Goff's contract? I think the yeah, I think it was mostly in part of Goff's contract in addition to getting better at the position. Um for them to take on Goff's contract, that contract is huge, man. Stafford only had what two years, I think what it wasn't a lot. He didn't have a lot on his contract yet. It was like two years and 50-something million, I think. Yeah, I think it was 24 million a year, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It was barely 50 million. So, like, not bad. That's not a bad contract to trade. Golf, though, that, that shit was huge, especially when it comes with all the dead money that comes with cutting him. Like, that's a huge contract to deal. So, I think that that had part, bits and pieces of it to deal with it. If Golf had a, had a solid season, even decent season, it probably would have only costed them one pick, you know, like maybe even just that third rounder per se, but golf is shitty. So, um, yeah, I think that that was one of the things that they had to trade up for. Um, I think that that, that played a huge effect in it, but if that's going to be the going rate for a good starting quarterback, Deshaun Watson, Houston better get five first round picks, man. <laughs> like, no lie. Cause if they don't, they, they slacking, but we know them, they're going to get a running back and a second round pick. Nah, I was gonna say that they lucky they don't got Bill O'Brien because he would he would trade Watson for some paper clips and some lint, man. He would have traded Watson already. He'd have been like, "Bet you don't want to be here. Get out." <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been on that. Hey, nice. Bob would have been on that. So who? How much do you think? Like, how many first round picks is Watson Watson worth? Realistically, everybody was saying three, uh, but now after seeing the Stafford trade, it might have bumped it up to four. No cap. No cap. Because you traded a starting quarterback. And some players? Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't think, I don't, mm, maybe. It depends on the teams because all the teams that are looking at him do have players and a quarterback that they could send back. Like the Jets, they could give up Darnold. The Dolphins can give up Tua. They can say, yo, we only giving you three first-round picks because that's a first-round pick right there, too, in the quarterback. Like, they can make the argument for that, you know? So um, especially for Tua because he just got drafted fifth last year, like you can you can definitely make that argument. But um, yeah, I think I think man, it's it's got to be at least three picks still, at least three, but maybe probably even four. Who um, so with who do you have him gone to? I forgot who you said. Or or because you even having you having rumblings that the I think it was the GM or it was the owner that said, hey. We're not interested in trading Deshaun. Yeah, like he, that, he got five five years left on the contract. Like so so it, you know you know the GMs be capping. You know they be capping. capping. Like they say, oh, 
oh, we're not interested in trading Odell. Then two weeks later, Odell's traded. Like yeah. it'll, be, it'll be things like that. So I think they're publicly, they're saying, oh, we don't want to. But at the end of the day, if the trade offer looks right, you're going to take it, right? Yeah. That, yeah. So where do you want where do you want him to go versus where do you think he'll go? Like San Francisco has to be. That's up the there, one right? place, man. That's 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 what I picked originally. I picked San Francisco. That's where he was going originally, and also that's the only thing that makes sense, man. If Houston has any rings, they're not trading him within the AFC. Like the Dolphins and the Jets sound real good, you know, but nah, that would not be smart. <laughs> that would not be smart because the AFC already got too many quarterbacks to worry about. You gonna trade him in there too? Like that that just wouldn't be smart in my opinion. Um hey if Deshaun went to the NFC West, where you got Russell Wilson, Matthew uh, Stafford, Kyler Murray, and Deshaun, like one of those quarterbacks have to miss out on like uh on the playoffs, you know, like th- those teams overall are just would all be good. That that would be hell, man. Who knows? All four could make the playoffs though. It's possible, it's possible. Cause are they still are they still doing the uh, three wild card teams? Is that like yeah. the thing now? Yeah. So if that's the thing now, man, they all could make it. It'd be hard, but they could do it. <laughs> Everybody coming at 11 five, 12 and four or something. That'd be crazy. That'd be unprecedented. The division leader wins like 12 or 13 games. But yeah, if Deshaun goes, he's immediately the best quarterback in the NFC West. Uh, I don't like. What? Second. I don't know. Is that a hot take? I don't know. Would that be a hot take? Nah, you, not- you don't. Him, I, I don't know. You said it like with a lot of certainty, like versus yeah. Russell versus Russell Wilson. Yeah, he better than Russell Wilson. Oh God! I don't like. Because second. of the age, it's it's in part of the age, yes, and it's in part of what they have shown already. You know, Russell Wilson, man, I don't like the second half cliff this man jumps off of. Like, I do not like that. I blame Pete Carroll for that, man. I do too. I agree with you there because he'd be running the ball too much. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, man, I don't know. It, it's just alarming. It's alarming, you know, when you see that. Because this ain't the first time this happened. This happens, like, damn near every year. <laughs> like it's I, I feel like it's just Pete Carroll is my thing. I, that's my thing. Because ain't no way – I don't know. It, I just believe – I believe in Russ. Ain't no way he gets falling off the cliff like that. Every every year, I don't think it's him. I think it's literally a Pete Carroll thing. Pete Carroll's like, oh, we're not running the ball too much. Let me fire the offensive coordinator. Like, it's, <laughs> stuff, <laughs> it's just stuff like that. I, I just feel like it has to be a Pete Carroll issue. Yeah, I mean, you could you could, you can make that argument. But I'm still taking Deshaun Watson over Russell Wilson. I don't care. I don't think it's a hot take. I don't think it's that hot of a take. You can call it a hot take. But in my opinion, once you can – once you – put together the age and the talent. I mean, he's, what, seven years younger than Russell Wilson? And Russell Wilson ain't that old. He's, like, 32. But Deshaun Watson is 25 years old. Like, this man is young as hell, and he has shown he is cold. Like, there's not – in terms of young quarterbacks, the only quarterback I'm taking over him is Patrick Mahomes. Like, in terms of young, like, solid quarterbacks. Um, Other than that, man, I don't know. I I think he'd be the best quarterback in that division, especially with the weapons that they have. But you also got to remember Watson got two torn ACLs, right? He got one. I thought it was two. Sorry, he, uh, tore, he, tore, he tore one in college too, huh? I thought he tore it twice in college. Nah, he tore it once his rookie year in the NFL. Okay, yeah, so it's twice. Yeah, two ACL injuries. I think, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but man, so what? He, he, ain't, he ain't hurt it since. 
but he, he's deemed to be fra- he could be fragile you know yeah. like on the you know like on the wrestling games where they'll show like a like how much damage to that body part he <laughs> might have he might already he walking around with a yellow leg hey but listen he what has i slowed him down yet no nah, he no nah. tom brady towards acl nobody want to talk about that because it don't matter he missed one season. He ain't missed none, no time since, has he? Like ACL tears are not what they used to be, man. Like they're not, they're not death kneels no more. Even for a, a mobile quarterback, like they're not death kneels. And also, Deshaun Watson is a pocket passer who happens to be able to run. Like that man is a quarterback. Like he got accuracy. He got everything that you need in the arm. He's not like Lamar Jackson, where he's just like half. He's mostly running. It's not like that. Like he can, he can, he's elusive. He can get out of there if he needs to, but he is a quarterback first. And I don't think you got to worry about that type of stuff with him. Especially has, he hasn't gotten injured since he messed up his, since he had the 20 on his rookie year. So like he, he's fine. I think he'll be fine. And you got to consider that Houston's O-line was, Houston's was line really is trash. Trash, trash the whole time he was there. Yeah. Trash. Even after they traded two first round picks for Tunsil. Like what? For Tunsil? <laughs> Tunsil. Hey, hey, don't do Tunsil like that. Hey, man, if I give up two first-round picks, I better – I don't expect my left tackle to give up five sacks in a season. I don't even care if it's just five. I need zero. You want to be like, oh, boy, in the, at, in the Colts? Yes. He needs Quentin. to be Tunsil. Yeah. Quentin yeah. Nelson. I mean, either one of them. He need to be one right. of them. Bakhtiari, right. somebody. If you're trading multiple first-round picks for a book-in left tackle – they better not be giving up sacks like that and having hella penalties. This man stays jumping on. He stays jumping. He got all, too many penalties. Like, think about it. They could have had their own third overall pick this year, but who to go to Miami for Tunsil? Tunsil. <laughs> like, come hey, on. I, hey, that's the Bill O'Brien toss, man. Hey, Brian Flores was the go for that trade. I give Miami props. Facts. Hey, who? Um. So, do you think? Do you think he gets traded before the season or does he show up to camp looking like James Harden <laughs> <laughs> and forces his way or during the season or you got, you got Watson getting traded before end of next season, right? Or where, yeah, where do you think that definitely. is? This ain't, ain't going to be one of those things where they're like, oh, just go out there and play and we'll, we'll see if we can trade you. Nah, bro. I think Watson, I think, you think he ain't showing up. He ain't showing up. I don't think he's showing up. This ain't the NBA. Like the NBA, James Harden, he can show up that because he knows his request was put in and he knows his request is going to get filled. Like the NBA is different. You know, if you make a trade request, especially when you come in out of shape and you throwing teammates under the bus and shit, you're going to get traded eventually. But in the NFL, they're going to try to really, they're going to try to play hard with you. Even if you show up, they're going to be like, all right, he's here for the team. He showed up because that's the mindset that the owners be having because it's not a player's league yet. NBA is a player's league. Everybody knows when a player says something, they ain't capping. They 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 mean that shit. Like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> like, they mean that shit. So, Deshaun, he ain't even going to show up, man. It's going to be – it could turn into some Carson Palmer and Cincinnati thing, man. You remember Carson Palmer? Everybody forgets about that. That man sat at home. He said, fuck the game checks. I'm at home. <laughs> trade. Let me know when y'all trade me. Call me when y'all trade me. And then they they tried to, they tried to play hard with him. And they see, and then they had to trade him for at like week six to the Raiders. Like, that, yeah, that, that's on them. And it, and it cost them, and it cost them draft capital because they could, if they would have traded him and not been stubborn before the draft, they could have got more. 
but then they ended up getting not shit for him. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Deshaun. Like, um, like, but that's the, the the reason why you don't see that a lot is just because when I mean Deshaun is making a lot in endorsement money as well, so that definitely yeah. helps. But it's the fact that you do get you could get fined by the team if you don't show up for camp and how many days you miss out and stuff like that. Like that stuff could end up eating out eating out your pockets. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening in that Sean Watson thing. But I think him going to San Fran, pairing him up with Kyle Shanahan, would be a really interesting and na- nasty fit. That'd be crazy. And George Kittle, like, that yeah. defense, Bebo's like that, that, that is a Super Bowl, Super Bowl easily, team. easily. Like that team is front runners for the Super Bowl. Like I'd only pick. There's not. I don't know if there's a team in the NFC you could pick above them, like because the Packers they be looking real funny in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if you could trust Tampa to do it again. You know what I mean? Like that be, that would be a team. That would be a team up there. They'd be up there for sure. Yeah, it'd be. It's going to be interesting off season, man. So also like to go along with the interesting off season, you had like after the um, Bucks Packers game. You had Aaron Rodgers. Um, he said his cryptic stuff like, oh, I don't, we'll see. We'll see what happens next or whatever. Um, yeah. But then you had reports coming out like he was just talking about an extinction. But then yeah. you also had the Packers. They drafted Jordan Love. Like, it, stuff is weird. Stuff's going crazy. I don't know what's like, do you give Do you give Aaron Rodgers the extinction? How long is it for? And because you still got Jordan Love on the back burner, like you drafted him, like you spent a high draft pick, yeah. And like uh, no preseason, no preseason doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be interesting to see what like COVID is playing a uh, a factor into this. Like you could end up, like Jordan Love could end up looking good in preseason. You get to flip him for more picks or some something, but you're not seeing anything. All you're hearing is oh the other GM is telling you what he sees in in practice or whatever like you can't trust that so what do you um what do you think the Packers should do like they gotta extend Aaron Rodgers right like MVP year they gotta give him some help man Will Fuller get him something get him something man yeah like first of all if they don't extend that man oh my god Packers are just uh yeah I don't know but drafting drafting Jordan Love in that class of wide receivers last year was just so disrespectful, man. Like that shit was so disrespectful. <laughs> like, it's imagine, crazy. uh, imagine T. Higgins and and Green Bay. Like, man, for real. Like T. Higgins. Like, think about everybody that came. Man, imagine Claypool in Green Bay. Like anybody, man, anybody. Like, I think I think Jefferson had just went off the board when they drafted Jordan Love. But man, they man, it would be crazy. But honestly, I think uh. I think they gotta extend them at this point. Um, if you don't, he probably gonna request a trade. <laughs> like so, it, it's a lose lose situation. Um, they alienated him, man. Like you drafted his successor when he's balling still. Like, why would you do that? But I mean, like I I get it. They don't want to find themselves in a the Pittsburgh situation because you know we fucked in terms of quarterback situation, like quarterback future situation. Oh yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys just. Um, who was that? I can't keep forgetting is the owner or the GM. It has to be the GM that's saying like um there'll be like a not a pay cut or there needs to be a restructuring yeah, of yeah. Big Ben's pay. Rooney, yeah, Rooney. 
because he gave Bills to come back and take a pay cut. If Ben got to stay, if you want to continue playing. All right, say uh, your whole camera was messing up. Say what you're saying about Big Ben again. Oh yeah, um, Ben. Um, yeah, they he got a he got a restructure. Basically, the owner came out and said he has to restructure his contract if he wants to continue being a member of the Steelers. And yeah, basically, you restructure it or get cut. And Ben was like, yeah, he doesn't care about money at this point in his career. So yeah, it's it's a done deal. He getting restructured. And you like you like that? I mean, man, what other option we got? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like realistically, I don't want Mac Jones, man. I don't want Kyle Trask, man. Like that ain't. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want Haskins starting this year. You know, like I don't want that. So if Trey Lance is there, sure, I'll take that. But uh, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool on the other options, man. So. Ben at least will be able to get us to the playoffs, probably. He'll probably be able to get us to the playoffs, you know. But that's, that's what you said that you don't want, though. You don't want somebody that can get you to the playoffs and just keeps you keeps hey. you just in the in that part where you can't get that new franchise court QB, whatever, you know. Like, I mean, I, I feel like Steelers will always be uh get a free agent, a quarterback come in. I feel like yeah. But also the team is just too good to tank. You know, that defense is top-notch. Like, the defense alone is winning eight games by itself, you know? Like, alone, just like they did last year. Like, the defense alone is winning eight games. Like, it's, it's that good. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah. We're just stuck, man. We stuck. Like, that's just where it is right now. It's, it's, it's a stuck situation. But Ben is going to take a cut. Hopefully, they can restructure the contract to where, like, there's no like dead money for next year. That would be huge. That would be a blessing, but I don't think it works like that. So we gonna we just gonna have to see. Oh yeah, for sure. Um so with the with the Packers, right? Mm-hmm. So they have they gotta get I don't know how much cat space they got. Do you know? Um I think that they are well, you know, the cap is supposed to drop a lot this year. Like it's dropping like fifty million or something, but I think that they have, I think that they have like a little bit of cap space or they might just be just a little under, like just a little in the red. Cause I heard that they were potentially thinking about re-signing Aaron Jones because they have a, excuse me, they got a little bit of cap space, just a little bit. Well, they need to, I, this, this draft class is also really good in wide receivers. Mm -hmm. We'll know a lot by uh, what the GM's mindset is at with what they end up doing in this draft and off season. Like Definitely. you, you can't, you can extend Aaron Rodgers, but if I was Aaron, I'm not signing that extinction unless you guarantee me that, <laughs> Hey, we're going to bring you in another weapon. Like Devontae Adams is, is really good. Cool. Right. But we need, we need something. We need another threat, you know, yeah. like, like, and that, that another threat could have helped against, um, against Tampa. It really could have. Yeah. It would have came in clutch or at least get them like, Somebody like that guy. If they could get them a speedster with sure hands, somebody not like Valdez Scanlon, because Valdez Scanlon got speed, but he ain't got good hands. Like, if they could get somebody like that, it'd be crazy. It'd be it would be unnecessary close, but it'd be crazy. Yeah, so that'll be it. That's another thing in the offseason that we got to keep our eye on. 
Uh, there's just there could be so many major moves that we just haven't yeah. seen before. With, and especially with the cap also uh, going down by mm-hmm. what you're saying, fifty million. Like you got to have these like uh, GMs make some really tough decisions, oh, and yeah. and the smart teams will continue to be smart, and the dumb teams will be dumb. So we'll, uh, we'll have to keep <laughs> keep our eye out on that one. Okay, well, I think we got some like some probably some jam-packed shows coming up like oh definitely free agency yeah. NFL going to go crazy man because like i said there's teams like the saints that are 70 million over the cap like and they got to get under it so you know we don't know who gonna get traded like it's gonna be a lot of people getting traded <laughs> yeah it's gonna be interesting hopefully hopefully covid is like a, not a thing of the past just still be here but hopefully like well, vaccines, even though the government is struggling, like what the government need to do, give the vaccine to Amazon and yeah. they'll they'll have that to you by Tuesday. Like, right. they, <laughs> like quick. Yeah, for sure. Or uh, give it to the Chick-fil-A employees, man. Yeah, they'd be quick with it, man. They'd be smooth. Facts. Be- quick and effective. And mannerful. Very mannerful. <laughs> Facts. My my pleasure. <laughs> Real shit. So lat like um, so this coming Sunday, yeah, we got one of the. This is one of the most exciting Super Bowls that I've been like excited for. Like overall, you got Chiefs versus Bucks, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady's tenth, Patrick Mahomes second. He's going for the back to back. Tom Brady's trying to show that hey, I'm still the man. And like so, and I think this is what the NFL really wanted. You got the the goat. Yep. Versus the potential, the 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 face of the league, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and then you got you got a nice halftime um show with the weekend, oh. like like yeah, like this is an overall just really good, really good. Like I don't I don't even have to like go away from the TV ever, like oh, and, ever, ever, man. Yeah. I'm not hitting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure i'm i'm literally paralyzed to the couch for a few for some hours man definitely commercials and all i'm in there i heard the uh i heard the weekend is having he's doing seven million dollars of his own money to uh to the halftime show for what because he's trying to give the whole he's trying to give the whole experience man oh like, yeah they probably didn't give him enough budget you know he's trying to go yeah, oh, I, I feel him yeah He's trying to make a point. They snub my man on the Grammys. He trying to he trying to go crazy. Yeah, the weekend been killing it uh, during the COVID year. Like he man, shout out to him. Like he's been uh, the the creative genius has just been coming out and blowing. Yeah, and he got literally got people thinking like, what happened to his face? Like I don't know. The internet, the internet's gonna be internet, but I don't know. Like it just take a little bit of just not even research. You just gotta have some common sense. Like how do you think? You thought he just out of nowhere just going to walk outside looking like this? Facts. Come on now. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's clearly a theme. He's got a whole theme for his album. And he's still yeah. keeping it up. The album came out, like, a while ago. So it's lit, man. I love it. I love it. That, but my thing is, I think COVID has him actually, like, having to be more creative with it because, like... You can't, you can't perform. Yeah. Right. Can't perform. Can't do the touring. Like, you got to keep your fans interested enough still in this. Cause that's my thing. Like if you drop an album and during COVID and with this touring, like we don't know when the hell touring is gonna come back up, right? So uh, he might like he still he came out with uh like my dear melancholy, came out with after hours, like he might end up having to come out with another project and might end up having to like he's gonna have it tough. 
to, yeah. in my opinion. Like you still you still got Drake. Drake had Drake postponed his album because of COVID, but then he was like, "All right, I'm gonna come out in January." Like these artists are, I don't know what artists are doing this uh, during COVID year, just because touring is how you make most of your money as as an act, and sure. you got they they must be doing the OnlyFans route, I think. Yeah, I think I think most of them is on the OnlyFans. <laughs> I know I go on it, <laughs> hey, but nah, man, a lot of people really getting into their bag this year because some some of it has been bad for a lot of artists. But uh, you look at little baby, man, little baby has gone crazy this year. Like he's been pulling in bread. That man has been no tour, no nothing. He's still raking in a lot of bread. So I think with COVID, you just got to find new ways to get your stuff out there. Now you find out who the hustlers are, man. Like you yeah. gonna they that they're gonna get it by any means. Like if you right. if you didn't have nothing coming up and like you you're now showing that, like you're gonna eat, you're gonna eat regardless. Like if you yeah. if you're doing well during COVID, like you go you straight, like we, no, there's no no questions uh, uh in regards to your work ethic at all. Thanks, you good. Real sure. I see no cap detected. No cap. Thanks. <laughs> but this um I just wanted to go a little like I don't want to go too deep into oh never mind we can go deep into it it's this Sunday man we can go deep into a preview um so Chiefs versus Bucks yeah. my main my main thing for the the Bucks in order to win this game is going to be that defensive line versus the Chiefs offensive line like they they're like we were talking yeah we were talking about we were talking about how the Bucks had um got a lot of pressures against the Packers and the regular season right. And yep. we're like, could could they do it again? Like, and we both picked the Packers. Like, we need to stop doing that, man. Like, we need to just be like, hey, let's let's go. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to have my Super Bowl pick be right. Like, Packers versus Chiefs. I wanted that be right. But I, in all honesty, we both we both wanted the Bucks to win that game. So yeah, we, I told you. Like, we we literally said that we was like, yo, I feel like the Bucks have got this, man. But. I want the pack. I'm gonna stick to my pick. I'm sticking to my original <laughs> pick, man. Like, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, for sure. But the the Bucks, they was wrecking Aaron Rodgers again. Man, that man should kill Barrett. His first step is crazy. I saw a couple of the plays, man. He came off the he came off the line, like right when the ball got snapped. Like the his tackle didn't even move yet. I was like, damn, dude, like. And he was at Aaron Rodgers, like, right after Rodgers caught the ball. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, yeah, they – man, I don't know. And you look at the Chiefs line, man, Eric Fisher probably going to be out with that Achilles problem. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz. Uh, ain't, no, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem about it, man. He he out. He out. He out. <laughs> he done for. So, man, it's – uh they losing three of their – like, last year they had all three – they had three of their tackles or three of their uh, linemen out for this year. Like Schwartz isn't there, Fisher's not gonna play, and uh, the doctor, their guard, who who opted out of the season to be just to focus on his practice for COVID and stuff. You remember the guard? I forget his name. He got like three names though, but um, yeah, he yeah <laughs> he opted out the season. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot different uh in terms of the line play this year, and that D line for the Bucks, man, it's crazy. JPP, he's still getting after it. He old, but I don't know. He's man. Three fingers still going crazy. Uh yeah, the, the nubs, man. He got the nubs, man. He don't need he don't need nothing more. He just need to bear hug him, man. That's all he got. So then Barrett, Barrett's going crazy this year. Um, not even like how he went last year, but like you can see it wasn't a fluke last year. Last year it was not a fluke. He's been getting a lot more double teams and he only had 10 less pressures than he did the year before. So um 
Yeah, man, I think it's Devin, Devin White. Devin White is a great blitzing linebacker, for real. He is solid blitzing. And then, you know, they got Vita Vea. Vita Vea is back. And, oh, uh, man, he he like he looked like he didn't have any time off. Like, I heard that. Yeah. I read a story that he was giving credit to Sue mm-hmm. um, about how he gave him, like, I think his trainer or something like that and kept him in shape the whole time. And, yeah, like, that really, good, really man. showed. Yeah, he looked really good. Like, he... He played a good amount of the snaps too. He was out on the field a good amount too. Like he he looked fine. He didn't lose too much. So I think this week he's gonna be or next week he's gonna be even more ready to go. So they're getting pressure from the interior with Sue, Vea, and Devin White Woodson. And they're getting and they have those two bookend ends coming off the edge, and they don't have their starting left or right tackle. Like that's crazy. Especially when you're starting left tackle, Fisher made the all pro this year. And Schwartz was an all-pro last year, his last fully healthy season. So that's huge, man. Those are huge losses. And the Bills, they had the Bills last week, mm-hmm. uh, or was it two two weeks ago, or whatever it was, last game. Those last Bills, the Bills last game, they were still getting, they was getting pressure on Mahomes still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's and the Bucks defensive line is better than than the Bills defensive line, and um, Wait, I don't man. think that's yeah, that's not mm-hmm. I take it all. But the thing is, like I would say, that is a, a huge thing. Thing, but Mahomes has shown. But that's the thing. I want to get into it in a little bit. But like these quarterbacks, like they want to make a play so bad that they end up getting sacked like eighteen yards, like stuff, yeah. stuff like that. Like, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's why I be on the, and that's why I be on the on the Bills, man. Like I, I know Josh Allen at heart is this dude. Like he. He wants yeah. to make the he wants to make these plays and unfortunately like it just bites him sometimes like when in the first playoff game against the Texans like he he thought it was backyard football and he just ends up flipping it like for no reason like he don't even need to do this extra stuff and then like uh and then against the Chiefs he took two huge sacks like for no reason third 25 yard sack and just go down man like it's fine just go, go down. <laughs> nothing wrong with going down for real like there's no problems yeah for sure and but Mahomes he also has that he also has that knack of doing that as well yeah for real and he like, tries to look down the field too much yeah and like he has and he also has the arm for it he also has the accuracy for it so it makes it for a great like highlight if he ends up being able to scramble and completes it like it makes it for a great highlight but I don't want to I I would pretty much want to make a guarantee that Mahomes will take one of those sacks in the Super Bowl. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's taking one of those. But the thing is, like, Mahomes is elusive enough to evade a lot of the – might be able to evade a lot of those pressures. Like, he might be – so I, I feel like, yes, the pressure will end up being in Mahomes' face, but I think he's just mobile enough because it's not like – it's not like he's like a, a Brady uh, where he doesn't have – he has limited mobility. He still is. He can still run. Like you don't want him to run. You don't want him to get messed up. But like he can still. I know he do got. He still has that turf toe problem he's been dealing with. So we got to keep tabs on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I feel like um, defense on both ends is going to be like we we expect it. Where it's, it's getting built up as Mahomes versus Brady, offense versus offense. Rightfully, rightfully so, because those names. No names will uh, sell ratings and sell tickets, um, yeah. but these these defenses are going to be the key. Like I could I could picture it being an offensive scoring offensive game, right? 
Mm-hmm. But at the end, it, all, all the time on those offensive games, as far as the, the team that makes one defensive play ends up right. winning those games. So it all depends on uh, what defense you end up trusting more because you do have the Chiefs and the Chiefs and Tyron Matthew. They made Josh Allen's night hell. Um, yeah, they, they were very creative too with disguising their blitzing and they were very, they were very out. They were creative. Uh, they had Sorensen uh, blitzing a lot as their safety. He was, he was out of there all the time. Um, and also their, their ability to get generate pressure with just three or four guys too. Like the chiefs can get after it too. Chris Jones is crazy coming up front, like in the interior, that man creates so much pressure. Like it's crazy. And when you see this big ass motherfucker, he like six, five coming at you like 300 pounds and he's quick. Like, and then they got, um, they still got uh, Frank Clark. Frank Clark's really nice off the edge. So, I mean, they got, I think it's not quite what Tampa has, obviously. They don't quite have what Tampa has because Tampa is just loaded at all four parts of the line. But they can definitely make, they can definitely create pressure for Brady. But also, I would like to say Tampa's offensive line is a lot better right now than Kansas City's. Uh, they've had, they've played all season together. Um, and, Worfs, he's looked great this year. Tristan Worfs, he's he's been balling, um, and their interior line has been very solid too. So um, I think I think it can come down to the D line, but also Tyron Matthew back there, he always has a knack for the ball. That man be making plays left and right. So you all constantly have to watch out for him, and it's just it's gonna be a great game, man. I think I think it'll be whatever team's defense, like you said, can make that one play that really just flips the whole course of the game, that'll be the player. That'll be the team that wins. Yeah, the Chiefs are currently three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. So a field goal, field goal favorite is not not too bad. Um, yeah. they, Vegas expects it to be a competitive competitive game. Um, my main thing, like, I want to go into, like, a flaw or of, uh, of both these teams, like, that could end up biting them. So my thing is with the, with the Bucks. I'm so tired of them running on first and second down with Leonard Fournette, man. Like we, <laughs> hey, listen, man, has Fournette not been balling in the playoffs? I'm not saying it hasn't. But I'm just saying that <laughs> it's a we know is it's not very creative on what's going on. Like it's yeah. first down, run, in, inside run, second down, inside run, like and then third down. Let's throw it. Like it's very predictive. Yeah, definitely. And so I think that could end up biting biting the bucks in the ass like yes you want do you want to keep Mahomes off the field yes you do want to keep him off the field but I don't think running the ball with Leonard Fournette is the best or in Ronald Jones is the best thing early on early downs on early downs is what I want to say I get what you're saying yeah uh that'd be something to bet on for the Super Bowl on those prop bets you know uh the first play for Tampa will be a play action pass or something like that That'd be because I feel like that that could be a thing. Like they might have just been doing that to make it seem like okay, yeah. Every time we they come up on first down, they gonna run the ball. Who knows, man? Maybe first play of the Super Bowl, they come out play action, and you know it's a you know seventy five yard touchdown. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Like who yeah, knows? yeah, that'd be interesting. What was you? What would you bet on that? Like a play action pass for the first play. Honestly, if the odds were good, I'd, I'd bet on it. Why not? I'd put, like, 20 bucks on it. Like, you know, who cares, right? Like, it, I feel like that'd be one of those prop bets that could come to fruition. Like, just like the, you know, the coin flip. I'm not betting on no coin flip. Um, I'm not. Yeah, that's I, crazy. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But, um, yeah, that I think that would be a solid bet. 
to see if they come out on or if they pass the first play instead of run the first play, come out with a pass. Yeah, so I think that could be a flaw for for the Bucks. Yeah, um, and then you had you did have Scantlin. Um, he did get behind the Bucks corners uh, a lot. Scantlin isn't as skilled as the Chiefs um, wide receivers. McCole Hardman is a speedster, but he can also catch. You still gotta you gotta worry about Tyreek Hill. Man, like and and what I what I expect I expect that's my X factor of um of the Super Bowl. If I can name two X factors, like if it wasn't uh Hill or Kelsey, because I expect them to be in bracket coverage. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They um Todd Bowles is not allowing Hill or Kelsey to beat them. Man, yeah. that's easier, easier said than done for sure. Easier said than done. Cause you see what the it, man. <laughs> Yeah. That's the game was crazy, man. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. They both they both ate. I think they both went for like uh they combined they went for like three ninety or something yeah, like something like that. Something too, crazy. Yeah. But Tyreek had like 200 yards in the first quarter. Like, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, there, I can definitely uh, see Todd Bowles isn't uh, letting that happen again. Um, so, I expect both of them to be bracketed. So, my X factors of that game is either Sammy Watkins or uh, McCole Hardman, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. McCole, he had a nice bounce back last, last week after uh, muffing that punt and stuff. Yeah, and a nice little bounce back. He ended up scoring on the next drive. So I think that that's going to be a huge confidence boost for him, especially when he's seeing that, like, Tyreek Hill is going to be facing two people at least. And so is Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, they both going to be getting bracketed or doubled and or doubled off the line. Like, I could, I could really see that. I could really see that happen. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really going to come down to – is Sammy even really all the way healthy? Is he back yet? Like, is he good, good? I think he – I. I'm pretty sure they said that he was more likely going to be playing in Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, but Well, then, yeah, it comes down to him and Nicole, um, the run game, too. But I don't think they're going to have a lot of fruition on the ground, in my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah, Buck, Buck's the number one run defense. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, they are. They are. I don't think they're going to be able to run on them much. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, Edward Zeller out the backfield, that's going to be something to watch, too. Because I think Mahomes is going to be facing a lot of pressure. So I think him coming out and making those quick reads, chuck downs to Edwards Elaire, I think Elaire could be a huge X factor too. Oh, yeah. Screen passes. Yeah. Uh, those definitely help. Those definitely help calm down the blitz. Um, and that's the thing with the Chiefs. They got so much speed out there they that do. these screen passes could like, could Great. end up, yeah, for sure. Or even like re, uh, reverses, stuff like that. Like these little are keeping passes, you know, little, like all that, man. It's yeah, they, they're just too fast. They're too quick. Like, especially if people get caught in man, like it, it could be a problem. It could be a problem. Yeah, man. I'm so excited about the Super Bowl. Um, who you got winning early, early prediction? Like, well, I know, I know we both said that we don't want to, we don't want to like have any like, uh, we're yeah. hoping for a good game, but at the end of the day, we do got to make a pick of yeah. who we, who we got winning. Like, not saying that you're gonna be biased and whatever. I know we don't want to be we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to be wrong about who we picking on record. But of course, yeah. I uh, I kind of want to wait till next week though, man. I want to see some of these injuries get cleared up and shit. Uh, I want to see. I really want to see who we know will be playing. You know what I mean? Like before I make a serious prediction, okay. but. I think no, nah, nah, you don't gotta even make a pick. We can we nah, can wait until we can wait. 
Well, yeah, we'll we'll sit on that. We'll sit on that. I think right now I'm leaning towards on a shocker, on some shocker shit. I'm leaning towards Brady. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Would it be shocker though? I feel like this is this team is the best except like um like if you look at teams that um could have a chance against the Bucks or against the Chiefs. Yeah, this it, is it, it, it yeah. is this team. It's a team that can get pressure on on Mahomes. It's the teams that play the cover two with the two deep high safeties. Like these are these are the, this is the exact team that Mahomes should should str- struggle with. Yeah, and they have the offense to keep up if he does not struggle. So yeah, I think I think it's one of those type of deals, man. But everybody always everybody doubting Brady, man. He he like ancient, you know. He old as hell. And also Mahomes is next up, and everybody has picked. Kansas City since before the season to be in the Super Bowl. Like everybody knew Kansas City was head and shoulders above everybody else in the AFC. Like even when Pittsburgh was on that 11 game win streak, man, it was like, bro, even I was saying, like, they ain't beating the Chiefs. Like they ain't beating the Chiefs, you know? Like the Chiefs are just the Chiefs, man. They're different. At least in the AFC, nobody was messing with them. And the AFC is the strongest conference right now. But you got Brady and they have the perfect, they have the perfect thing to come back and to beat him. Like you said, the pass rush, man. The cover two, like the deep high safeties, like the look, and they have the offense to keep up with that firepower that the Chiefs have. Like it's huge, man. I think I think that that's huge. So it's it's gonna be a damn good game. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be glued, man. Glued. Hey, here's my here's my X factor once again. Yeah, we talked about this before. It's gonna be Mike Evans. I'm telling you, he <laughs> he struggles struggles. Like I said, he struggles against the top top corners. Who can so, who can City got? They, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He struggles <laughs> against the cow corners, but when it's against some mid, Mike <laughs> Evans shows out. Like that's 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 all I'm saying. I expect a big game. I expect a big game from Mike Evans this um in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I want to go on record about that one. Like, and it shouldn't be shouldn't be a big thing, but because me and you be going at it about Mike Evans, then yeah. it, I got I got to just let you know that that Mike Evans is gonna have a big game this week, and it goes into my theory. That Mike Evans isn't top ten because he doesn't show he does he doesn't show he doesn't show up against he doesn't show up against elite or even he doesn't show up against great corners he gets balls out a lot against against he balls out a lot against some mid and some okay, below average. You see, DK DK was getting clamped by Jalen Ramsey this whole season the both all three times they played, and you got DK over Mike. DK is like a, I mean Jalen Ramsey is this. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey is probably the best corner in the league, but that ain't yeah, so, that ain't the point. That though. is the point because that is the point. <laughs> no, the point is though, like you you're saying that you have okay, you had a bunch of receivers on that top ten list that was getting clamped. Like Devontae Adams got clamped against Ramsey too. Like that's Ramsey. Well, guess let's let's just throw let's just throw Ramsey out of the mix. All right, no Ramsey. Okay, Marcus Lattimore. He's elite. Clamped, He's not clamped, elite all the time. Clamped all the time. Not elite. He's, he, he top three. Corner? No, but he top ten. You top ten wide receivers don't get clamped by top ten all the time. Well, we know the Lattimore in his head. That's different. Give me another one, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's different, man. That's different. Hey, he got clamped by uh, uh, Alexander last week. Is Alexander on the bro? He top five. Is he not elite? But you gotta you gotta do do something. Do something. Do something. Not on the not just even if it's on the two yard line. It like like uh Mike Evans, the only catch that he had against Lattimore in, in that uh, in that Saints game 
was a back shoulder uh, fade that you expect Mike Evans to catch, right? Oh, but outside but, of that, he didn't do nothing. Listen, man. Is AJ is AJ Brown is AJ Brown better than Mike Evans? He on his way. Shit, AJ Brown cold. I don't know. I think AJ Brown better than Mike Evans. That's for me. And run and run 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 first offense. I and like, what AJ like Brown does? Cold. He cold. I ain't even gonna argue with you on that. I ain't gonna argue. So if you if you ain't arguing me with that about that, that means that Mike Evans outside my top ten. There. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, so you don't got no Bucks receivers in the top ten? No. Godwin and Mike Evans are both in that in that fifteen, like eleven to fifteen range. All right, all right, all right. I feel you. I feel you. Right, I, ain't gonna, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna argue with you on that, man. Like I said, Evans is a ten. He like ten, he like ten. But I feel you. I feel you. Your opinion is very valid. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we went over the Super Bowl. We went over to Watson. We went over uh, Stafford. Yep. Um, I, I don't think we had any more uh, NFL topics. Do you have any? Other NFL things you wanted to discuss, or can we get into base uh, MLB not being yeah. shit? I feel like yeah, we can definitely we can get our MLB slander on for sure. Uh, I think I think <laughs> we covered I think we covered a good amount on NFL today. We gonna get into that next week anyway. Yeah, for sure. So I get these dates all mixed up. Everything seems just I don't know when this happened, but you had news come out that uh, the baseball writers weren't inducting anybody into the hall of fame this year um kurt schilling barry bonds Clemens, um, Clemens. like what do, what's your thoughts on that why don't mind this why don't nobody watch that shit man <laughs> like, see, this is what i hate about baseball man it's the hypocrisy it's the hypocrisy listen when bonds is out there winning mvps back to back to back to back to back to back everybody knew he was juicing everybody knew roger clemens was juicing Everybody knew everybody in the league was juicing. The commissioner, Bud Selig, he knew that. Everybody knew that because they was making money off that shit. Their pockets was fat, fat. Because that was the that was the glory days of baseball. Let's not cap. The 90s and the early 2000s was the glory days because that's when balls was getting wrecked, bro. This is when you see people hitting 70 home runs, 60 home runs every year. You had multiple people going crazy. And then – Everything comes out with the steroids, you know, and MLB tries to cover their own ass. And then they kind of ban them. They kind of like send their ass to the shadow realm, man. And it's messed up because they didn't have a thing to say about this when they were playing and doing it because they were lining their pockets so fat. But now, now it's, it's, it's not the right way to play the game. But she wasn't saying that shit when you was making millies every year off of them. Like, come on, man. Like, Bonds, there's no reason why Bonds shouldn't be in the hall. In my opinion, man, Bonds, before he even started taking steroids, he was 400 homers, 400 steals. He's a Hall of Famer right there before the Roids, man. Before the Roids, he was a Hall of Famer. Multiple times, gold Glover, Silver Sluggers, crazy. Now, Clemens, he was probably Roid in his whole career, but that's okay because he won seven Cy Youngs. Fuck it. Nobody, nobody cared, man. Nobody cared. So if y'all didn't care back then when they were playing, why do you care now when they're not playing? Give them their flowers. Let them in. It's that simple. They put y'all whole entire league on the back, on their backs, bro. And now y'all just going to betray them because it's not the politically correct thing to do. Well, it wasn't politically correct when you knew about it when y'all was letting the shit slide. Now, the way that, now that everybody knows about it, y'all talking about, oh, 
you know, the hall is too good for those tainted names. Man, there are hella motherfuckers in the hall that were using steroids. I know for a fact. Or Babe, doing stuff worse than uh, doing steroids. Facts. People were doing worse than steroids, man. Babe Ruth showed up to every game. Faded. Faded. Gone. Like, cussing out managers, beating people ass. Like, man, <laughs> come on now. Like, come on now. Like, y'all, y'all, man, I don't want to hear that shit. All they were doing, man, they saw they saw a loophole. The MLB allowed it. They let the shit slide because they was making so much money off of that shit. Like they let it slide. And man, they telling me that they that they can't get in the hall. That's just that's just very um <clears throat> hypocritic as on their part, in my opinion. And um, it's just fucked up. It's really fucked up. Like I said, they were they didn't have nothing to say when their pockets was getting mine. But now, now that they retired and everything and just want to get in the hall. They can't even let him in. Like Pete Rose, man. Pete Rose should be in the hall, man. Like, come on now. Let all that shit go. But baseball petty, man. This is why they ain't never gonna have no ratings. Cause they got all these old motherfuckers running their shit. They petty. They old. They stuck in the 60s, man. You don't need those people. You don't need those people running your shit. That's what I'm saying. The US government ain't gonna get anything better anyway. Because all these motherfuckers was around when all the other shit was going on. But that's a different conversation. Oh me. So we gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like MLB, they slack it. They slap him. Like, even Schilling. Schilling is a piece of shit as a person. I'm on the record as saying that. He is a piece of shit. But the man was a baller, especially in the playoffs. The man could pitch. He could pitch his ass off. And he's just too legendary for not to be in the hall, let alone Bonds and Clemens, man. That's just disrespectful. Especially Bonds. I'm not, um, I don't follow baseball like, like that, but Schilling wasn't associated with Royce, right? That's just him being a POS Right, they're just keeping him uh, out because of his political views and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, basically, that's crazy. If that, if that's the, if it's like that, that's crazy. That's fucked up. That's crazy. To me. <laughs> like, I mean, killing, you know, he can be all racist and homophobic and transphobic as much as he wants. Like, you know, that it's fucked up. It's not right. Well, you can't, you can't tell me that the same baseball players back in the 1930s, 1940s, whatever, when racism was really, 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 really crazy. crazy. Like, you can't, you can't tell me. Oh, we, we can let them in, even though they got stories like that, but we can't let you in because you like the integrity of, of the Hall of Fame. Like, fuck all that. You don't care about the integrity. You don't, like, nah, leave that alone. Put it away, man. C- cut that shit out, man. Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I, I hate, yeah, this is why, this is why MLB, man, they, they're going to be a dead league in about 20 years, man. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I'm calling. Uh, I, I you give him twenty. I think that's you playing it safe. I'm gonna say ten. I'm playing it safe. I'm playing it safe. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, they ain't gonna have no fans showing up. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a wrap. It's gonna be a wrap real soon because they don't know how to. They don't know how to advance the game. Also, they stuck in the. They stuck in the old ways, man. They don't know how to advance it. They don't know how to make the game fun and popular for kids. Like it was fun when motherfuckers was taking steroids and y'all was allowing them to do it. It was fun like that. <laughs> like. It was fun. And now y'all talking about y'all can't let them in. Like, that don't make no damn sense to me. And even, like, with the Schilling thing, like, Schilling, I don't think he had any PED cases, but just letting him not come in because of who he is, like, not even, like, just completely disregarding what he did on the field, that's fucked up. Like, that's that man is easily one of the three best postseason, like, pitchers in MLB history. Like, he has some crazy moments, like the bloody sock game, what he did in Arizona, in the World Series, like that man has some crazy moments, but they're not letting him in because of what he is outside of baseball. 
and that's why I'm saying, man, they just too fucking tender. They soft, man. They soft. They too soft. Yeah, what the my prediction is if baseball does come back as a like a major sport, like they're still top four um sport. And I don't why do we keep why do we why do we keep putting hockey in, in the top four? Hey man, that shit busting in Canada and Russia and shit. They love that. But shit. they they no, nah, but yeah, exactly. But baseball, baseball popping in the Dominican Republic and stuff like that. But I'm talking about American sports. I don't feel like hockey or baseball. All right, baseball, you could MLB, you could put in the top four still, but NHL, I I don't see I don't see that being a top four sport in America. Hey man, check I mean playoffs, 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 maybe. Oh God, I'm just saying, check uh, the good teams' attendance. They be having followings, man. But I mean playoffs. I guess you're right. Playoffs, they not real consistent in the regular season. Um, but playoffs, they be selling out. So shit, I don't. I don't know, man. But everybody should sell out in the playoffs, you know. So, yeah. I don't so, what I what I think will end up happening with MLB is, like, if they end up coming back up, because I I think um, soccer uh, will be a top four sport in America. Yeah, um, especially when World World Cup, like you got Latino community uh, is growing in America. World Cup is coming. You got the growth of FIFA. Um, that's just uh, it's a well-oiled machine that's gonna have soccer be top four sport here in America yeah, pretty soon. Um, then you got esports. Esports is coming up. Um, you got them building stadiums for esports. Um, those are getting like if you look at Asia, those are getting sold out uh, over there. So um, people are interested in video games like crazy here. Um, yeah. So I can definitely see that being a huge um, another huge sport. But if baseball was to stay in the in relevance, it's gonna be like everything is in America. It's gonna be on the back of cultured people. Yeah. Like you already you already have them. Um, um, just gave Ken Griffey Jr. a role in in um, doing something. Can't remember what it was. It's about he's like the commissioner's advisor, and um, but he's like the head of um, like coach like diversity it's like something diversity like to bring more people into the game of baseball instead of just latinos and white people honestly yeah so that that's what i expect is going to happen they're just gonna it's gonna be on the back just like on the back of these apps like clubhouse and stuff like yeah. that it's gonna it's gonna be on the back of people that have a little get a culture and they understand what what the people want instead of what the the money in their pockets want you know so I feel like uh, if baseball is going to stay relevant, um, they're going to lean in on on that. And they yeah. probably is showing that with the Ken Griffey Jr. I'm higher. Yeah, definitely. Baseball, um, they got a lot of work to do, man. They really fucked themselves just the last 15 years. They really fucked themselves, like, in their standing of where they're at. Like, they really, they really fucked up. So, yeah, man, though, you know, we'll see. I think steroids really ruined – the MLB, like them getting like when once people figured out like oh shit, steroids is really like a big thing in the MLB. Once everybody found out, then the MLB had to be like oh we don't back steroids. Like I think that that's what really messed them up because now ever since then man you can look at it the viewership has just gone lower and lower every year every single year like it, it's just getting worse and worse. Um, I'm not saying they should have just kept letting steroids fly, but. You know, shit, they should have did something better than what they did. They should have handled it better. They should have handled that shit better. No lie. They're oh, yeah, not sure. Uh, do you got, um, so next year you got David Ortiz 
and A Rod up for the hall. Either one get in. Yeah, yeah, David Ortiz will get in. That's my guy. Here Even go. though it wasn't there, wasn't there um was some allegations against Big Poppy. There was some allegations, but he never tested positive. He never tested positive. It was it was steroid allegations. And I think they saw he had um he had something that was in his system, but it wasn't like an an enhancer per se, you know. So what was it then? It was I don't remember the exact name, man, but it wasn't like it wasn't nothing crazy. Like he had an allegation of it. And then that was he, that. Was, he was on that he was on that deer antler spray like Ray Lewis probably <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably but uh fucking he uh yeah I think he'll get in man especially yeah I think I, he'll definitely get in um as far as a rod a rod has also never been caught like testing he's never tested positive but he I mean, was on live TV admitting it right he admitted it though yeah like on live TV he said he did steroids on 60 minutes head ass extra eyes boy but uh <laughs> <laughs> but this man yeah he uh he he came out and said it he he owned up to it and he never tested positive but he owned up to it so nah didn't he get suspended like twice i mean late in his career yeah when he was old as shit like after he came out and said he did steroids when he was younger that's when he got suspended remember oh yeah and you know, with the yankees like, later career yeah like late in his career like a couple years before he retired type shit so yeah, man, I think uh he not getting in, but <laughs> Ortiz Ortiz got a shot, man. Big Poppy got a shot, especially for all the shit that he's done with Boston, man. Three World Series titles, he literally runs the city. Like people love that man. So I think uh I think yeah I think he'll get in. He'll get in. Anybody else probably not. Yeah, he probably the only one that we gonna see with like a like an allegation that's gonna get in, in the foreseeable future. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. You got to keep me updated because I ain't watching, man. I'm not watching either, man. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I see the news pop up and I read I read the headlines. Yeah, baseball is not fun no more, man. It used to be fun. That shit's not fun no more. Yeah. Oh, just so I'm on record, I am a Mets fan. Just so you know. He <laughs> <laughs> said, I am a Mets fan. And I, I be meaning to come out with this stuff before big trades happen, but it gets so happened. It, gets, it works like that. I was going to go to the Yankees. Cause I, it, I've always liked the Yankees, you know. Like I liked uh, Derek Jeter. I, I, I am a big fan of A Rod. Like I, I, I like A Rod. I like A Rod. Yeah, I like A Rod, and I'm a Red Sox fan. I mean, A Rod, like as a player. I mean, Boston don't really fuck with him, but I thought I always liked him, man. I liked his swag. I liked his bravado as a kid. Like he, he went up to the yeah. plate. I give him a fuck, and I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, so I like, I liked him. Um, but I'm a Mets fan. Um. So whenever I do watch games, it's gonna be met for the Mets. Yeah, um, you gonna get your Lindor jersey? I ain't getting any baseball jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So then, uh, so that's enough baseball slander um, for the next season, I think. Unless unless something unless something crazy happens again, like with the Astros, like I don't know the commissioners that they be having for baseball, man, super mid, super trash, mid Reggie. Not even mid, they Reggie, they trash. <laughs> they can't even, they can't even get things. They can't even get the game marketed correctly. Like they can't even get the game like out to people, like to young fans. Like it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, it's gonna be the league soon. That's um, that's baseball's un, 
on doing though. Like they they don't want you to like fans actually like the sport. They don't want them creating like YouTube videos unless they're getting profit from the YouTube video. Like they're baseball is shooting themselves in the foot because why wouldn't like some of these best things are fan made videos. Like that is that helps you get like a lot of exposure, maybe like hype videos or something like that. Maybe, maybe these YouTubers will do a lot more marketing for you than you'll do for your damn self. This that's facts. I agree with you. And let's be honest, baseball is very shitty at marketing. Like they can't market shit. Like they're terrible. They can't even get their best player on people's screens. People don't even know a lot of people don't even know who Mike Mike Trout looks like. They don't even know who he is. But this man is generational. Like a generational talent, like he's that good, but people don't even know about him because he don't want to be marketed and they don't market him. Like you hate to see it. If they if he don't want to be marketed, then you got to market Aaron Judge. You got to market uh, Aaron Judge. Trash man. Yeah, or at the time, like Aaron Judge, uh, Jose Altuve. Yeah, somebody you got to get somebody out there. Or like um. Like you had these players, they like with their wives, like they got supermodel wives and stuff like that. Like these are alleys that a lot of other leagues would just slam dunk, you know. Like, and I just feel like baseball is living in the past. They drop the ball. Like they, it looked like they might get it right because they're pushing Tatis Jr. from uh San Diego. They push no, but then, but then they got the uh. This is with the baseball culture. Like this goes along with the steroids. Like they knowing that you do steroids, but then like once they get caught with something, then they want to uh push you off in the shadows. Like (laughs) yeah, like they like we were talking about like they squeezed the 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 juice out of Bryce Harper. He he could have been the man. Um, Tatis like you. Like yes, we we loved what he he was doing, but you even then had um like managers coming. His own manager said, "Nah, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have stole. Uh, or he shouldn't have went for the home run." Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was right? like, your your own manager is telling you telling not not defending his player. So it's just baseball culture that is squeezing the life out of it. Yeah, it's fucked. All them unwritten rules, man. It's so fucking sad. Like, unwritten rules? Are we in second grade? Like, come on now. Like, come on now. You can't do that because it's not a good look. Like, man, fuck the look, bro. I'm trying to have fun and I'm trying to get this money. Like, doing bat flips, doing shit that pisses off people, like, not even pisses off people. Like, that shit brings in ratings and that shit gets, like, it gets clicks, man. Like, hey, my my favorite moment uh, recently is the Jose, Jose Batista. Exactly. That like that, that was cool. That was cool. That shit is legendary. Like it's it's known around the world. Like just think about that. People say in baseball, it's so disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Well, guess what? People still think about that moment, like you just did. Like you thought about that. Like that is memorable. Like and they trying to downplay that shit. They don't want that shit to happen. The only good memorable shit that's going on in baseball is that type of shit and y'all don't want it to go down like y'all don't want players to have their own to express themselves y'all don't want players to have personality y'all just want them to be fucking vanilla and don't nobody want that shit like that shit is boring man like have let your players have a say man let them do their thing let them have fun it's a game it's a child's game i've never seen so many grown men get so butthurt about something that another man is doing other than like people in baseball pitchers are pussy everybody in baseball is pussy too like the players they all pussy i'm sorry they soft man they all soft they all come from these suburbs man they, they ain't ready for it they don't know the real life shit man they soft anything something one thing happens that wrecks their ego a little bit it's over for them 
they go down. See, that's see, that's why that's the downfall of baseball, man. They got too many vanilla soft ass motherfuckers in there. They're gonna get it right though. Hopefully they're gonna get it right. That's hey. just my take. I'm done on the MLB rant. <laughs> I'm done on the rant. Hey. Yeah, they know. let they let a fire anything. Facts, man, because it's trash, man. Like, if you want people to get hype, man, you gotta let the players do their thing. Like, you gotta let them have fun. Like, it's about it's a kid's game. Like you playing these, you paying these people millions of dollars to play a game, but you're not gonna let them express themselves within the game. That makes no sense, man. That makes no sense. Like it's stupid. You can't bat flip in the MLB, but NBA can get Black Lives Matter written on the court for every playoff game. Like you're not letting your players express themselves. Like you're not letting them have fun, and that's gonna be the downfall of MLB. Yeah, because even in you got the NFL, like they starting to allow. Uh... Uh, dances again in the in the end zone like these these little, these little things that are easy alley oops like oh shoot it, now this gets retweets now this now this gets um engagement you know like these these little things that they're trying not to have are just things that they um should be capitalizing off of but definitely agree 100 yeah. yeah they'll hey they'll they'll change one day hopefully um <laughs> we'll see. hey we'll see yeah, for sure. So that was enough for the uh, the baseball talk. I don't got nothing else to talk about for for I'm baseball. Tired of talking about them. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of it. So we can go into uh, something more exciting: uh, basketball. Um, yeah, NBA. Um. So you got you want to talk about Bradley Bill, and he's been looking. They call him the Deshaun Watson of the NBA. Sorry, get that man out of there. Get that man out of there. <laughs> Why did they so, trade Wall, man? Before we get into it, that looks like a horrible trade now. <laughs> wait, what, what are you talking about? Oh, Wall? Westbrook, that, should, that looks like a horrible trade now for the Wizards part. They'd be better off a of Wall. Yeah, Russ is washed. <laughs> He's washed, man. He's, he might be done for real. Yeah, and that, that, was the, that was the biggest fear of, like, players like uh, uh, Russell Westbrook. It's just, like, when they don't have that athleticism anymore, or that one step isn't that one step anymore. Yeah. And then it just, it just looks like this, and he's he looks like he's getting frustrated. Um, yeah, he's getting getting texts, getting just he's getting multi- at every other game and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a <laughs> he's definitely wild, and I think I think it's he's one of those players where like they're really relying on athleticism, and it's like he's getting frustrated that he's losing it. You can tell. I think he knows he's losing some. Like last year, man, he just averaged like 25. Like he was putting up numbers like what Houston. And he was looking still explosive this year, man. And he don't look the same. He really don't look the same. Like he didn't look the same in the bubble. But now he really just doesn't look. He just don't look right. Yeah, and that Russ is my dude, man. But also, also the fact is that Russ, what was that stat I seen? I think he, I don't know. So it was about how many field goal attempts. He he uh, shot in order to get this many points or something yeah, like that. What was, the stat, what was the stat? It was 163 field goals shot to get 163 points. I was like 163. That ain't even a lot, Russ. Like you jacking shots, bro. <laughs> like what is you Man. doing? Like that's yeah, that's, that's the sad part. Gets to like, like he's he's fun to watch, you know. But then he he never really was it was a skilled shooter. Like yeah. that, like his his mid range was cool. I remember when we was always we was uh, always in the uh, always in the gym. We was going for those Russell Westbrook pull up threes, you know. 
after, after back boy, let's. <laughs> Lost it, hey, shoot for the square, aim for the square. Yeah, hey, that's, sure. that rush, that's that rush shooting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I agree with you that wall wall is looking really, really good. Um, yeah, looking rejuvenated for sure. Yeah, we thought this trade was a pretty even trade, but I thought, yeah, I thought it moved the needle for nobody. Yeah, but yeah, it's looking bad though. But if that's the thing, um, like do you do you trade bill because this draft coming up. Like I want, I'll get into that like a later, like the what to watch. But this draft coming up, it has has some juice in it, man. And I got I like they, yeah, like they got some like stars from potential stars in this draft. Um, so I don't know. Do you would you trade? I know like it's a players league. Yeah. But do you trade if you Washington? Do you trade Bill? Um, what do you think? I think yeah, you kind of have to trade them now. Um, even if they do get a high draft pick and get somebody nice. You know, it's still going to take them about a couple years, a few years to really be contending, you know. And Bradley Beal is averaging 35 points per game right now. Like, come on. That's the worst. That's the worst. When he's, you see his stat line for the game, 51, 40, 35. And it's like. 60. And they losing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like, damn, you know, like, what, what more does this man have to do? Like, you see him on the bench. He looked dejected. He looked hurt. Like he like damn, but he a good dude. So like it ain't he ain't. I don't think he gonna come out anytime soon with get me the hell out of here. But it's, it's reaching that point. It's reaching he that said, point. Man. He need if to. He, he need if to. he started, if he started wild not like Harden, I totally understand. If he's like we're not good enough to, we should be in the G League. <laughs> he <Yeah>. said, <laughs> hey, if he say that shit, yeah, he he probably gonna get traded. Because <laughs> when you start curbing your teammates talking about they G Leaguers, yeah, yeah. Are they not though? They not, yeah, they are. They definitely are. I agree with you, hundred percent. They they slacking. Like, who are their lottery picks? Like the last two lottery picks, man. That boy Denny is not ready to do anything. Rui Hachimura, that man is the worst tweener. Like he he, <laughs> he just not it, man. Like they just they just ain't got talent, man. They ain't got enough talent around them. They got bums, man. They got bums and a diamond. Like that's yeah. sad. Horrible. But I, you wanted to go over some um, some destinations of where um, you think he should go. Yeah. I, and so for me, I have places like where Washington would benefit. Uh-huh. And then where did you you had like Clippers, Lakers, stuff like that? No, nah, I had uh, I didn't. I didn't take the. Nah, I want the Lakers because the Lakers just don't make no sense, man. Don't nobody want Kuzma weak ass. So um, you know, I think Kuzma. He pissed me off once again. I think he pisses off Lakers fans more. But That's Kuzma will – I think Kuzma just think he's better than what he is. Yeah. He really just – he just really just the Instagram model with a little bit – with a little bit of shooting. Look, really- he's a 6'8 Instagram model. He's 6'8. That's why he in the league. <laughs> if I was 6'8, I'd be doing this shit. I'd be doing yeah. what Yeah, Kuzma be pissing me off, though. But um, we'll play a little game about who, who says no. So yeah. – First trade I got is Denver. Okay. Right. Like I feel like Denver was already in the in the mix a little bit. Like yeah. we heard like like a couple years ago. Um, so the trade I got is uh, Washington gives up Bradley Bill and Trent Brown, right? And okay. Denver gives up Will Barton, Gary Harris, okay. some picks, and Michael Porter Jr. Who, who mm. says who says no to that? 
Mm. That's tough. That's tough. As a haul, as a haul for Bradley Bill. Oh, first of all, yeah, the Wizards are not saying no. Let's be real. The Wizards are not saying no. It's if the Nuggets will say no, because man, MPJ is, that man is different. That's all it comes down to. You can trade Will Barton. You can trade Gary Harris. It's uh, well, it's that man, MPJ. Do you think uh, he's nice, man? He's really nice. He really nice with it. Uh, I don't know. I think I think for what the Nuggets want to do, I think that they should make the trade. They would have to because like it's finals or bust, bro. MPJ, he's gonna need like another year or two before we probably see like twenty five and up numbers. You know, he probably gonna need a little bit, just a little bit more time, like another year, I'd say. But man, he nice. So I, I'd say, yeah, I don't think anybody says no to that trade. The Nuggets so if, could though. The Nuggets could though. But if they really on that NBA Finals or bust, they probably don't say no. No. All right. So you think that that should should be a, that's pretty even trade. I feel like say. yeah, hell yeah. I mean, like if you look at, I mean, especially if the Wizards want to rebuild, they could easily flip Harris and Barton for more picks, first rounders, honestly. They could flip them for more picks. And then you got a building block MPJ who's who's probably going to be a 25-point-per-game scorer for his career, I feel like. He, he, he nice, man. I feel like if he really gets his, if he really gets it together, like if his injuries don't come back and haunt him, he will be he will be a guy that can easily get you 25 a night. But for the Nuggets, man, it's like one of those things, well, at this point, would you want to trade MPJ or would you want to trade Jamal Murray? Because Murray is just not the same dude in the regular season that he is in the playoffs, you know? Like, he not. Or the, bu- the bubble, you want to say? Playoffs. Because nah. he hooped every playoff. Last playoffs, he was hooping. Not the bubble the year before. He was hooping. Like, but you could say bubble. you Because he took it to a different level in the bubble. He, he took it, yeah. You could say. I feel like that was, I feel like that was the player that, uh. That these NBA players like they're when you say when you hear them talking about and he normally don't hoop like that. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel like he, I feel like they're talking about Jamal Murray. Definitely, because you know, out of everybody in the bubble that was going crazy last year, you know, Dame Lillard he does that shit out of his sleep. You know, um, Donovan Mitchell he been doing it since he was a rookie. You know, you 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 know these guys they got track records. They could have been talking Murray. about T.J. Warren. TJ, you know, he, he, that's understandable. But TJ and Jamal Murray, man, yeah, that's the guys you look at. You like, damn, they really win nuclear. And like, how? You know, <laughs> like how? Especially Jamal, because that man was putting up 40 point games every other day. Like, that man was going crazy. So I think, yeah, at this point, man, I, if I were Denver, I would prefer to trade Jamal Murray over Michael Porter Jr. That might be a hot take for some. But I would prefer to trade him, especially because you probably wouldn't have to give up as much trading him instead of MPJ. Okay. So, but I don't, I don't see that. I don't see the Washington would accept that, though. No, nah, because then they'd have to trade Westbrook. So, like, yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those things. But it just depends. If you swap out, if you put in, um, let's say you put Murray, let's say it's a package of Murray, uh, Will Barton, Bowl Bowl, and a first. They probably take that. When you say our first, a, two, a first or two, when you say that they take that for Bill. Yeah, I, I don't know. With Bowl Bowl, it's just I don't know. 
It's just not. Yeah, yeah, but I, I ain't seen shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I ain't seen shit. Hey, he nice, though. I mean, he. You see the upside is just if he can stay healthy, man, and if he can add some weight. His problem is he can't. He hasn't been able to add any weight to his frame, so like, that's just why he's stuck in the G League right now. He can't get bigger. So, like, if he can get a little bit bigger, he got the skill, man. He's shooting threes. He got a dribble game. He can drive. Like, it's just does he have an NBA body? And he don't got the body yet. But if he can get it, he could be nice. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And the sports card industry is so excited about Bo Bo man. Like oh, his yeah, cards, definitely. like especially when it went off in the uh in the G League or not the G League in, in the, the bubble. bubble. Yeah. yeah, his card his card went woo. And I was like, damn, they like that that's a that's a high risk, high reward uh card right there. Exactly. Um, but if you so, add him into somebody like Jamal Murray where you know what you're getting it could be looked at as a fairly even trade because MPJ, he still got question marks too. You know, he still got question marks, huge question marks and his injuries were worse than Bow Bow's. So. Oh yeah. Back, back injury is always scary. It's a problem. So then my other, I got like, I got three possible picks, uh, trade things. Um, so I got Pelicans. You can do Lonzo cause you got the, you got the word like his just inconsistency. Um, you, we're hearing that he's on the trade block. Uh, so you got Lonzo, JJ Redick, and multiple first round picks for Bill. That's a no for me. Uh, I thought that was a no, no, no. That was horrible, right? Yeah, that shit trash. I mean, it would have to be, man, Pelicans just don't have it, have to be something like Lonzo, Eric Bledsoe, probably Jackson Hayes. And Reddick for salary matching purposes and like two, three first round picks easily. Yeah, that don't, that don't sound as attractive as the Denver one. Though. Yeah, that don't sound good because there's no person that could be a star in New Orleans with that. You know what you're getting. Like at this point, you know what you're getting with all those dudes. With all those dudes, you know what you're getting. In Denver, you can at least get back. Well, you know Murray is gonna be. You know he gonna get you at least eighteen. Uh, <laughs> MPJ or if you if you go Murray and Bowl like that's upside that's better than what you what New Orleans can offer or if you go MPJ route that's better than anything they can offer also so yeah I think the Wizards say no and probably block Pelicans number after that one yeah <laughs> right, right away they're like click no me don't call back that's <laughs> facts so then I got uh I got Miami. I got uh, Tyler Hero, Kelly Olenek, okay. and Iguodala, and multiple first round picks for Bill. Because mm. because Miami, if you talk, listen to listen to the uh, the streets, Tyler Hero, uh, the way they hype him up, it's supposed to be something, right? Yeah, like, he's supposed to be something different, man. And he ain't looking it. I mean, he looking nice. He looking cool. He looking cool. But he hasn't taken that second leap. You know, that second leap when you had the type of when you had the type of hype he was coming in. I don't get the hype. I don't personally get the hype. Like that's another, that's another that's you know, I, I, don't, that. I don't get it. I don't I don't I see the hype. I see the hype all the time. I see the hype in sports cards, like people love Tyler Hero. I don't know. I think I think it's just a white boy with the swag. Like I think that I think that's a part of the I think that's a part of the 
part the of thing. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. Let's look at his game, though. Let's look at his game, though. All right, last year in the in the playoffs and in the bubble, he was hooping. He was hooping the whole playoffs. He was hooping. Um, he's six five, six six with a handle. Okay, so he could play the one or the two. He is a crazy good shooter. Like he can shoot. He can. He's confident, so he can hit, pull up jumpers. He can step backs. Anything. He he got it in his bag. Can't he can't defend for shit. But uh, like offensively, he he's got a lot of he's got a lot of good stuff in his bag. I was telling people at first I didn't want James Harden, but like later after I saw a few games of Tyler Hero this year and he didn't blow up like I wanted him to blow up after what he did in the bubble, I was like okay. He can definitely go for James Harden. Like we we kind of need James at this point. <laughs> I was like, yo, we can get Harden, but I didn't really want Harden at the same time either because he just don't really fit like what we going sure. on Miami. Yeah, he don't fit Miami like that, and it's too many good strip clubs in Miami, so he don't need to be there. He really don't need to be there. <laughs> that man really don't need to be there. But Brad Beal, man, yeah, I think I feel like yeah, you could definitely let Tyler go for that, man. I I, I personally would. I think he's a hooper. I think he's going to be nice, but I feel you. The hype has not – he has not quite lived up to his own hype. Especially because, man, he was appearing in music videos and shit after the finals. Like, come on now. Like – Yeah, he did one meme mug, and now everybody wanted to get on him. You're right. Come on now. Like, you know, you mean mugged, and then what happened the game after that? LeBron beat your ass, like, for doing that mean mug. Like, he bullied you on multiple occasions. So, like – you know, I'm I'm just saying, man, he yeah, is he's got way too much hype and his play on the court is not showing up for it. He's still putting up like 18, you know, seven rebounds and four assists. Like that ain't bad. But for what the hype that he created for himself and also like the league created for him, he's not lived up to it. And yeah. Who would say who would say no to that trade? Like I feel like I feel like the Wizards do. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's enough. I think the Wizards were probably you said Tyler, Kelly, Tyler Kelly, and Iggy, Iggy and some picks, two first round picks. Yeah, I feel like they would definitely probably say no to that. Uh, if you swapped out Iggy for Precious, they might be able to do that. They might want to do that, but I don't want to trade Precious, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want them to do that. So yeah, man, it. I think that they probably say no to that one. All right, so then the last one I got is the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks? Yep, I got uh, John Collins. I got Cam Reddish. I got Tony Snell. And I got uh, Kevin, Kevin uh, Hutter. 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 Yeah, Hutter. And a first. Like, I feel like, I for me, I feel like this, that's a solid, outside that Denver one, I feel like that Atlanta one. I'm about to say, that's a good that's trade. Like that's a big ass deal. That's a good get, but it also depends. Do they are they obviously they're obviously probably going to extend John Collins, right? Are they giving him the max off rips? Wizards. Yeah, I, they should. He better know anything that they got right now. Yeah, that that'd be true. He'd be instantly their best player. So, um, that's and a good- and and with the uh, and with the with the draft coming up, Wizards are going to have a, a nice pick. That's the easy that could be easily be a nice building, a one two building block there. Yeah, that that I don't think anybody says no to that one. Uh Atlanta might, because I don't know, Atlanta is in love with Trey Young. So 
also, I don't know if Trey Young has the mindset to let go of the ball a little bit. You know, we saw he kind of acted like a little diva when John he got, de- he got depressed. Out. Yeah, you know, he kind of acted like a little, little. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna curb him. I ain't gonna curb him. I'm, I'm just saying he acted a little soft right there with uh, Collins because all Collins I heard in the conversation it was just like, yo, the ball is not getting moved enough. Like you need ball movement in basketball, and I mean, he he said he he. he with spitting facts and i don't think trey would especially when you look at what the hawks franchise has done for trey they have put him on a pedestal um they have elevate like you know they they've let everybody know like he's the guy he is our guy like that's that's what it is they call him the next steph you know and he ain't that but you know he i don't know man it, i don't know i just don't i don't know if bradley Beal would want to play with him honestly I don't know if he would. It would be beneficial for them to take some more pressure off the ball, like take get the ball out of Trey hands more and take more pressure off of him. It could work, but I just don't know. Like if we're if that's what Trey Young's mindset is, where he can't even take a little bit of criticism from a friend, like that don't I don't know. I don't know where that's going. I don't know how he's gonna react to somebody that's better than him coming in, like yo. Like Brad ain't gonna be like, This is the ball, you can't touch it no more, but he's gonna get his touches and it's gonna be like, yo, I'm here to get my touches, like. So I don't know if he's going to be able to, I don't know how Trey will react to being with somebody as ball dominant as Beal, but Beal ain't that ball dominant either, but you know, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it will work, but I don't think either one of them says no to that trade because man, the Hawks did give up a lot for that. That'd be a huge trade. So I don't think it would say no. And the Hawks do need a secondary ball handler to get pressure off a trade. And so I don't, I don't think that they would say no either, but it would be an interesting fit. It would be a, it'd be a fit. It'd be fit questions for sure. Who do you, um, so that was the end of, that was the four teams that I had for um, who would say no. Who do you, what kind of trades you got? Um, basically I got, uh, I only had, I had trades for basically every team that you just stated. Uh, I didn't have a trade for the Clippers because the Clippers just, I don't know. It just doesn't, Anything that they would have to deal with for salary matching purposes, it would just not work out. Like they'd be messed up with depth. And also they don't they will you don't need another firepower guy like that. They don't need that. Um, but I have one for Dallas. Um, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, I think I had also Dwight Powell, uh, Maxi, and Josh Richardson in a couple of first. Who says no to that one? I think if if the Wizards make a trade, like that would definitely be beneficial to Dallas because yeah. they got some they got some craziness going on in Dallas. Like Luca saying like the team is okay with losing, and like, and that I, that kind of has a fall on Luca still though because he did come out of he did come in out of shape, but yeah, the, based based off of based off what we've seen in the bubble, how they forced um, the Clippers to a, a game. Was it game seven or game six? I think it was game six. If Porzingis yeah, forced- in game seven. <laughs> yeah, so so they they forced the Clippers uh, to game six in the playoffs. It looks like it looks like the Dallas should be building off of that. Um, but now Dallas, I don't know how many straight they've lost, but they lost last night. Um, even fun- after it, after Luca's comments, they lost again. So it's yeah. just like it's like damn. So um, Dallas would want to make – they need to shake something up. I can definitely see a trade coming soon. Definitely. Because uh, you can't have your star player calling out players like that, saying that they're okay with losing. 
Yeah, it's um, not a good yeah, look. Yeah, definitely not at all. Um, but I actually Washington would uh, deny that one because if I'm Washington, I'm looking for upside, mm-hmm. upside and some nice nice picks. Like if I'm getting some picks in return, I want them to be possibly from a team that because uh, in the NBA, getting pick twenty through whatever isn't really exciting, you know. Not, yeah. So if I'm if I'm there if I'm Washington I'm turning that turn that one down because I want I want a player that had like is a building a building block. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I think they'll turn that one down. Yeah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. It was just for the sake of you know Dallas that would be a huge destination for them. Like he would definitely fit a lot of holes that they need. But yeah, I don't think they just I just don't think they have enough talent to get it done but or at least upside talent to get it done so yeah i i agree with you but yeah that was the only trade that i had other than the ones that you had listed i had three of your four teams that you had listed as trades smart smart man (laughs) no doubt so then um so besides that um we had celtics lakers yesterday did you watch the game um i didn't no i man i was knocked early so that game was really, really, really close. Um, yeah. I saw the highlights. I did watch House of Highlights, though, when I woke up. I watched that. Yeah, I did see yeah, the highlights. Shout, shout out to House of Highlights, man. Yeah, <laughs> but that game was really close. Um, Tatum and Brown, man, they're, they are so good. They're nice. Um, and I, my main question to you was going to be, like, are they – because I want to kind of – I wanted to kind of like back up on my Bucks take a little bit, but but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it though. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. But, I, and <laughs> <laughs> hey, no no bet no bet is official yet. But You're the right. net, net nets are looking uh, nets are looking good, right? They're yeah. Looking good. I told hey, you. Fine. Hey, yeah, my nets are looking good, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my question was. Cause I was kind of leaning towards um, towards the Celtics, right? Cause the Celtics would, is a nice matchup versus um, versus Brooklyn. Yeah. Except except for one two two glaring issues, um, but which isn't wouldn't necessarily one issue wouldn't be that bad against Brooklyn is uh, not having a center. Cause I still don't I still don't think Tristan Thompson is a valid center. He's just undersized. Yeah. Um, oh. Really. Really undersized. That was tight. Um, tight was undersized yeah. too. Yeah. Tight shouldn't be starting ever. I agree. <laughs> they still, still starting both of them though, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, they still starting both of them. Like, damn. But <laughs> yeah, like that that just isn't isn't uh, wise for me. Um, but against the Nets and DeAndre Jordan, eh, it's not that big of a glaring issue. All right, it'll work. It can work. But the glaring issue for me is and tell me if you disagree is Kemba Walker to me he isn't playable against elite teams any like for some like to me he isn't playable defense defense for me is just a is an issue yeah I I agree if you look at the heat series last year in the bubble uh the switches that they they had on Kemba man like that man Kemba was getting picked on man like (laughs) he was getting bullied man so Especially with these knee problems that he's having, man. Like, you know, I just don't know. And maybe he's lost a step quickly, like lateral quickness and stuff. 
Uh, I agree with you though. He's 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 a liability for sure. And you know when you have guys like Tatum and Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown who are all plus defenders, perimeter defenders, uh, especially Smart and Jalen Brown, um, you can try to hide Kimbo a little bit, but he's still going against the switches, man. The switches are crazy, so it's it's just tough. It's yeah, I don't yeah, I agree with you there. I agree with you. He's I wouldn't yeah. say unplayable. I wouldn't say unplayable. But he's he's getting close to that. I feel you. He's getting close. He's getting close. Yeah, against like uh, like I'm thinking about a Brooklyn series, right? And you get Swick Swick Sean Kyrie. Man, like you gotta you gotta try to hide him on on Harris and yeah, yeah. And, and Harris is a hooper. Yeah, Harris is um, but Harris, you don't have to worry about him taking it off the floor too much. Right. Right. You know so. Hiding him, but Harris will be doing a lot of he will he will come up and set picks. Like he will come up and do that. They'll still try to get the switches, man. So but luckily they do have a lot of players. Like they have, you know, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, who are very good pick dodgers. Like they 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 got picked dodgers hall of fame. So, you know, they can they can get around those screens easily. But Kimba, man, yeah, he's in a net series, you're gonna have to hide him on Joe Harris. In a Buck series, you gotta I don't even know where you can hide him, but you got to try to find somewhere because uh, he can cook by Drew. He can cook by Middleton. He can cook by just about anybody in that starting five, honestly. So, yeah, so I might, that's why I'm saying I'm going to cool down on, on I'm not going to go off of my Bucks take. Um, but Celtics, Celtics do have that uh, two issues um, that they need to need to fix. Um, Definitely. And then what else did I have? Uh, I think that was it for basketball, except, um, oh, oh, Dennis Smith. I always want to give out a shout out to Dennis Smith. Yeah, um, man. Major problem. He, yeah, he was talking about how he wants to go down to the G League and show that he still has some um, some juice left. And yeah. that just takes a lot of self-awareness. Definitely. Um, from any player. And, yeah, I just want to give him a brief shout out. Yeah, no doubt, man. Major shout out to Dennis Smith. Uh, he's from North Carolina, just like me. Shout out to the Tar Heel boys. But that man, he's, you know, it takes, like you said, it takes a lot of awareness, man. And it takes, like, you know, putting your ego aside. Like, this man was a first-round pick. He was a top-ten pick. You know what I'm saying? And he just went from, he just he kind of got into shitty situations. So, for him to have that, like, to be like, yo, I, I want to show that I can still play and offer to go to the G League, that's that's huge, man. And I, I feel him on that because, man, if you – yeah, you need playing time. You need playing time. So, props to him. So, that was it for NBA that I had. Did you want to talk about any other things about NBA that you've seen? Um, right now, nah. I think uh, it's still so early in the season, man. We just got to – we just got to – we still waiting on shit to really jump off. I'm ready for this trade deadline to peak up, man. It's coming up here pretty soon. So then, yeah. Oh, why is the NBA trying to have the All Star game in Atlanta? Whose idea was that? Of all places of all. Yeah, places. the one city, one of the one cities uh, next to Miami, who haven't even they don't even know quarantine is a word. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> they they can't spell quarantine. They don't know what it is, man. Yeah, hey. Atlanta been popping. Hey, I went down to Atlanta like last month man and yeah it was bussing you couldn't even tell it was covid except for a couple masks man it was bussing <laughs> but they had that shit jumping 
Yeah, like they're they're trying to literally have every player probably quarantine after like you might like if you want to postpone the season, NBA. I'm silver. If you want to postpone the season, just let us know. You don't gotta right. send them all to Atlanta. <laughs> Facts. Just tell us if you don't want them to play, man. Like, yeah, like, damn. Like that whose idea was that? And why did somebody say, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. Like, <laughs> right. Who came up with that shit? Like <laughs> Atlanta and Florida are like, or in Miami are the two cities that have really not shown much improvement in the COVID rate since COVID was a thing. Like they have not been improving at all. Like the case, the cases keep going up in fact. So like, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know who thought that. I don't know what the brain trust is up there. Usually Adam Silver, he's a pretty smart guy, but I don't know what he's doing, man. I don't know what he's doing with that man, one. Yeah. Yeah. Harden say yeah to that one. Harden told him, yeah, to move. He's like, bro, Atlanta, the best place. They low-key down there. Yeah, they say they safe as hell down there. For me, they win it. They win it all. Didn't this, hold on. Didn't this man Harden get caught partying in Atlanta with no mask? He said it was a birthday party. Yeah, a little baby birthday party. Nobody had a mask on, though. <laughs> you know shit was jumping. You know strippers was in there, too, because baby loaded strippers. Facts and hard, hard and love the strippers too. I don't think he going anywhere without. That's why Brooklyn was a good place for uh, Harden because New York strip clubs, I heard, are trash. So, and also so, I think ain't they closed right now? I, th- I heard they closed too. Yeah, Cuomo, he 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 on he on New York man. He just they just now allowing uh, indoor dining, um, just recently. So oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, New York been hit. That's the COVID mecca. <laughs> Facts. So, um, so we're done with NBA. So, um, you got boxing, some boxing talk. So you yep. got, you just got, uh, announced, uh, last week or this week, this week, week has felt long, but it's been dragging. Uh, yeah. Jake Paul versus Ben. What's his last name? Askren. <laughs> Askren. Yeah. Who you got? Like a lot of people will say, Oh, Jake, like I, I'm wrong. I picked, I picked Nate Robinson to, uh, to win that, <laughs> I, I picked him too, man. I hoped he would have dusted and shit, but nah. Yeah, so who who you got? Like Jake Paul, like I need to start realizing that hey, Jake Paul actually takes boxing serious. Yeah, he's like and, a real boxer, you know. He a real boxer. Yeah, like you think of him as a YouTuber, like that's why he like classify it like as as YouTuber. So when you hear YouTuber, you're like, uh, he want to get his ass kicked. Like yeah, he. <laughs> like, they he take take it serious. So who you and a lot of people think Ben since he's got the UFC ties and stuff like that, then he's gonna he's gonna whoop his ass, whatever. What do you, what do you think? I got I got Jake Paul, man. Hey, listen, Ben Askren, the only MMA fighter I have seen like really get saved so many times just because like all he does is grapple, man. Ain't nobody going ain't nobody gonna argue that Ben Askren is one of the best grapplers in the world. Ain't nobody gonna argue that. But this man can't throw hands. I'm sorry. He can't throw hands. Like he his first go-to move, his second go-to move, and his third go-to move is the double under. Like this man is all wrestling. All wrestling. I'm not saying he can't let the hands fly because he made it in MMA so far. Obviously, he can make them fly a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he knows how to throw punches. But man, that man ain't no boxer. He ain't no boxer. He a fighter. Who knows how to grapple really, really well? World class grappler, but man, he ain't no boxer. I could very well see this man getting slept. No cap. <laughs> hey, Jake. Jake is smart, man. 
Like he like and he got hands. He heard he heard hey, he's not facing any real real fighters, yada yada yada. So he said, Let me go get a real fighter, but that don't got hands. So <laughs> <laughs> But that don't got hands. That's the key, man. Yeah, so so then nobody can say, Oh, he, he gets beat a non fighter. Right. So I so Jake is smart in that in that aspect. And mm-hmm. the, Jake said the funniest shit ever. He said that he's gonna add Ben to his meme list or his meme his meme collection. And- <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, he a fool. Hey, saying you're gonna add somebody to your meme collection is fucking hilarious. That's pretty disrespectful, no cap. I'm yeah, cool. for sure. So then, um, so I got I also got Jake Jake winning that one. Yeah. So then you also got rumblings about how Jake Jake's team and Nate Diaz um team is talking so that one so that one i was talking about i was thinking like damn the shit talking in that one would she would go crazy (laughs) it would go crazy crazy. but who who you got in that one because i don't know because nate nate you know nate be he'll drop he'll drop the gloves and then he'll just slap you right like it would boxing yeah right so I don't know that one. That one would be an interesting one. I'll pay. I think I would pay for that. I wouldn't pay for it, but I'll 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 see it though. I'll watch it. I'll stream it. <laughs> I'll stream. It. <laughs> hey, that man. Hey, no cap though. I would. I can't. I can't go against my man Nate. Man, I don't think I've ever picked against Nate. No cap. And I've been right every time except for that Connor fight. I picked against him once. No, I haven't picked. I never picked against him. And I still to this day. If they would have let that man fight in New York for that BMF title against Jorge, he would have beat Jorge. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody say. He was getting pieced up though. That man was getting fault. He was getting pieced up, but Thanks. he would have hung in there. His face just like that, man. He, he just like that. But yeah, I got Nate. I would take Nate. I, Nate I, really, got I want that fight, man. Yeah, I do. It'd be it'd be more entertaining than Ben Askren. I'll give you that. But Askren is a nice little. It, that's a nice entry into like the fighter world, like fighting actual real professional fighters. Like that's a nice entry. Somebody who don't got hands like that. And like, yeah, he better, he just better. And I saw, did you see the training video? He training with Jorge, trying oh, to get yeah. one punch knockout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I was dead. I was like, hey, that's funny. That's that's funny. That's promotion right there. So, so speaking of Jorge, I heard about um, some, I can't remember who said it. But somebody said he's like the second biggest draw in UFC. Do you agree with that? I don't know who said that. I don't know who said it, but some I said it was some. I think it was an MMA expert or it's Kendrick Perkins. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it had to be Kendrick, man. It had to be KP. <laughs> yeah, that shit don't even sound right. I mean, no, don't get me wrong, Jorge Cole, but I don't know second biggest draw. Like behind McGregor, hell no, nah. I don't know about that. You also say Diaz is a bigger draw than Masvidal is. Yeah, so I don't know. I read, I read that somewhere. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I think it was the MMA expert. It had to be. Yeah, that's why. Would, can't why wouldn't hell would Kenji Perkins say that? Yeah, you're right. KP stick to basketball, and he barely know that shit. But shout out to KP. I fuck with you. Hey, hey <laughs> man, dead, that heavy breathing, man, that heavy breathing. Hey, but. Hey. I, I definitely feel you, man. Yeah, yeah, so so we both got Jake in, in the Ben fight. And then yeah. you got Nate. I don't know. I don't know who I got in that one. But Nate, I'd Nate. See, I'd have to see Jake versus Ben first. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see, though. 
it's funny how like that one fight from with the Nate thing, like since that worked like that, even though it was like he dog walked Nate, but it was it was entertaining enough that we're like, oh shoot, we actually want to see Jake again. Like I think so that that's cool to how he's building building off that. He's building a little resume up. Definitely. And if he beats Ben, man, he might get Floyd next. Because Floyd, Floyd playing is smart, man. Floyd, like, I'm about to beat your little brother ass first. I, right? I'm gonna beat your little brother, <laughs> and I'm gonna come for the big bro, <laughs> <laughs> like the big bro that make the real money. He the real boxer, like Logan came in after Jake did. So Jake the real boxer. So Mayweather, like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna beat your little brother ass, and then I'm gonna fight your big ass. And it's crazy because they way bigger than him, but it don't matter. Floyd, Floyd. Hey, hey Floyd fought Big Show. Facts. He did. <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> he said Floyd fought, fought Big Show. Hey, X. that shit was comedy. He brought out the brass knuckles on his ass. I feel him. Hey, he broke Big Show's nose, I thought. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he actually like, did. Yeah, he 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 pieced him up. Big Show said, boom, 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 And then uh, Big Show was pissed. <laughs> oh, me. Hey, I would have been pissed, too. Oh, me. And he got the pin off. Like, what? Man. So then, um, was there anything else that you wanted uh, to talk about before we uh, go over like some things that we are keeping our eyes on over the next few weeks? Um, yeah, just to, uh, just to add on to the uh, fight thing, I think um, I think I heard uh, I heard that the UFC that both Diaz brothers actually are coming back, uh, Nick and Nate. So uh, who do you think who do you think Nick's first fight should be? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. When when was his last fight? Um, it was like, man, uh, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the redemption fight. You gotta do the uh, you gotta do the uh, BMF fight with Nick this time. Yeah, I yeah I feel you. What Nick and Jorge? Yeah, I like that. That'd be crazy. Nick's first fight though in what like four years against Jorge though? That's crazy. No, it, hey, it's crazy, but it's a, but it's a draw. I I feel like it's a draw. That's definitely a draw, yeah. Jorge, and Pop- I actually feel like UFC should really capitalize off this BMF uh, belt. Yeah, it's a thing. Y'all made it a thing, so should defend that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's like, like I think that would be cool, and have it have it be like like you don't want you don't want Jorge facing like some heavyweight or something like that, but like <laughs> but like. <laughs> Hey, put him in there with Rosenstruck or something. Francis, put him in there with Francis. Hell no. Hey, hey you can have it be like some backyard fighting shit though. But uh, <laughs> without, like that'd be cool. But <laughs> I, what I'm what I'm thinking is, like, let's say let's say uh, he fights Nick, right? And Nick ends up beating Jorge, and then Nick ends up going all the way up to one one seventy or something, right? Like he can he can defend that belt up there. Like have it actually be some like. Some like WWE type stuff, like oh, like yeah. that that that'd be dope. Turn that shit into like the hardcore title or something. Well, me, yeah, <laughs> like I feel like I feel like that would be dope. Like have like if you wanted to go down to one forty five, like all right, you think you can fight the best person in the one forty five? Like isn't actually the champ, but like they're the baddest dude in that division. But they so, just like, had to get the opportunity pick or something. That'd be crazy because everybody know Max is the baddest motherfucker in the division. No yeah, like yeah, I feel like yeah, like I feel like that shit would be dope. Like and that that would help also build up like different different people that doesn't necessarily have a like an actual 
um, like the lightweight championship or featherweight championship or whatever. Like yeah, this will help build up people's brands and stuff like that. I agree. And it's good that it's at the division of 170 because 170 is very like malleable. Like people can cut down more even. Like people at 170, like they can get down to 155 or you can hold catch weights, you know, shit like that. It'd be, it would be very entertaining. I think that they should do more with that BMF though. I mean, they made it, they literally had the rock put it on Jorge Masvidal. Like, come on now, like flaunt that shit. Like you, you could definitely take it more. You could, it don't need to be collecting dust. They can make it more with it. Facts. And if uh, Dana hear this one day, I would do want my cut because I feel like this is a, a million dollar idea. <laughs> I want my cut, man. Swing it. Swing that shit. Facts. Who do you think uh, Nick should fight um, first? Uh, Nick, he should. Um, I'm guessing he's probably going to be at 170. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. For, for ratings purposes, that Kobe Covington fight would be crazy. But you don't want to. You don't want to put Nick against Kobe his first fight back. Kobe different. Kobe is cold. You might not like him, but Kobe cold. That man can fight. Oh <laughs> yeah, fight. yeah for sure. Nice with the shit. So like, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good dudes at 170. So like, I don't I don't know, man. Um, who would I like to see him against? Probably T Wood. I like to see him and Wood running back. No lie. Willie still got it. No, but that's a good first fight. Because he don't got it no more. <laughs> man, that's my dude. Yeah, that beating, man. Kamara really gave that man a beating, man. Like, it, it kind of changed him. Usman dominated that man for five rounds straight. Just beating on that man. Like, man. Yeah, that, yeah. Fucked him up. <clears throat> I think it, what really messed him up is the mama going up to congratulate him after the fight. Like, damn, ma, you don't got to go up to him. Hey, I would have turned my mom <laughs> that shit, man. I'd have been like, why you do that? Especially when they got the video of it. Come yeah. on now. Like what? Yeah, I know you I know you're a church lady, but damn, you don't gotta do that. Call them later or something. Yeah, for real. Hit them up on Twitter or something, man. Don't do that shit here. But yeah. Messy. I'd've, yeah, I'd've, <laughs> like, yeah, you can't come over for Thanksgiving on bro. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You can't see your grandbaby. Cool. And then for Nate, uh, I think Connor is the most, like I said, I think Connor is the most reasonable one. That's the fight, man. That's the fight. Connor, Connor just got his ass whooped by Dustin. <laughs> but they say, but they wanna, they both okay with running the back. Because Dustin knows that's bread, and Dustin only gonna get more bread because he beat him. You know Dustin on that. Dustin, like, if I ain't fighting for the title next fight, run it back, Connor. Run it back. <laughs> if they not trying to give Dustin a title fight this year, he gonna be like, bro, run it back run it back because that's bread like think about this just the second fight dustin i think i think the earnings was like connor made five million and dustin made one i think like connor's still gonna make five but like dustin probably gonna up it to like three you know what i'm saying like he gonna that's a nice that's a nice up for sure yeah you can fund that hot sauce business you got fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the ufc got a lot of uh I, I can see them continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. UFC is going to keep going up, man. Um, but if they don't get no fans in the arena soon, Connor is going to retire because Connor is one of those fighters that, like, he, he gets fueled off the fans' energy, man. He's one of those. Yeah, I, think that, I think I didn't mention that last time, but I, I do feel like that was a big factor. Of oh, why yeah. He was yeah. a little bit different in there is because he didn't. 
that walkout wasn't the same. He didn't hear like the fans roaring. Hear everybody like, ah! <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah, wasn't none of that shit. Yeah. It was you, know, you and me in a cage, bro. Let's get this shit popping. And Connor was not on that. <laughs> he was not on that type of time. Like, right. I think I think that shit really did have a huge effect on him. Like he's one of those guys who really like feels the crowd. Like you know, he does the walk around the ring before the shit. Like yeah, he, he didn't even he didn't even do the big dollar strut, man. I was like, oh, damn, something really off here. Oh me, like when I see he didn't do that, I was like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh me, but yeah, man, he uh he's one of those fighters. So I think if he don't get no fans in there soon, man, Connor might just have to retire, man, because it's gonna be bad. Yeah, man. I hope not. I hope the Hey, for for everyone's sake, we need fans back because that means COVID is is tamed and Correct, and man. good, man. So I need yeah, I, hope, I need I hope fans come back for real. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm tired of COVID, man. Hey, man, you and me both. Even though I've been I've been I'm trapped in the house. Yeah, I feel you. I, I see. I be chilling. I will be at the crib too, man. But I'm just tired of man. I'm tired of I'm tired of COVID, man. I'm tired of when I leave the house, I gotta put this mask on. Man, I'm tired. Man, I went into the gas station last night. I'm about to just grab grab some sweets, man. And they, I walk in, do like you got a mask on. I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, you man, you can't you can't go nowhere, man. No mask. I always forget it. Like, man, I always, man, I'm only taking ten seconds. Just give me the sweets. For real, <laughs> man. I'm in and out, man. Like y'all know me. Like come Facts. on now. So some uh some things that I wanted um. Like some things that are coming up that I just want to keep an eye out on is you got uh you got the Royal Rumbles tonight for wrestling. Sorry. Hey, that's my it's always good. Um <laughs> how they gonna handle it with COVID and having that many people in the ring. Like they are they test them a lot. So I get it in that aspect, but that just seem like COVID waiting to happen somewhere. Yeah, that's just how it works at football. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got them half naked up there because sweat oh, gets getting all over the place, but <laughs> yeah for sure but that uh roy rumble is always the kickoff to uh wrestlemania um what i'm tired of with wwe doing they keep spoiling shit man like they they like they don't want the the insiders to spoil shit so they they'll just say oh these are the first two entrants of the like they they announced like eggs got injured right yeah and uh they just had him announce that he was coming back at the Royal Rumble tonight. Normally, that would just be a cool thing, like oh shit, Eggs back, blah, blah, blah. like that, like that. That stuff, I feel like WWE. I hate when they do that shit. Like, yeah, just let crowd, let's let the crowd be pumped up and excited sure. and stuff. So, but they got uh, they got Eggs and Randy Orton starting off the Royal Rumble, and that I just feel like that was a big miss, just uh, letting that out early. Just like yeah. damn, because they got they had like a little rivalry going on. Yeah, before. Back, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so that would have been nice. Like Orton was like, he's waiting for the number two person to come out, and then you hear Edge's theme go off, and then you got people at home marking <laughs> out. Yeah, that <laughs> should know me. Hey. Like, <laughs> yeah, it would have been, it would have been a thing, no doubt, no doubt. And then, and then, we got the worst, almost the worst camera crew I have ever seen. Like they'll, like Edge came back at last Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, I know. I seen it. Yeah, and they missed. They missed the first spear. His first spear back because they want to cut to something. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is a marquee moment here. Like, and you don't got you don't, you don't got a single camera that has this moment. Like, this is a, a 
all-time moment here. Like, Edge, you think he had to retire for good? His his first first physical activity back, and you don't get the first spear that he has back. Like, what are you doing? They didn't even get him coming out the ramp, man. They panned to the ramp, and it was empty. And then he just come from the side. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, oh me, like, they, man, they came with some trash, man. Maybe you like it. Maybe you like it. Damn, they want to be movie st- movie crew so bad, but geez. But they ain't even TV quality. Like, man, what you doing, man? Yeah, man, awful. And then uh, you got the G League um, for NBA. Going to start up in a couple weeks. I am super excited for the team with uh, Jalen Green in them. Like, Jalen Green is going to be a hooper. Yeah, he He is nice, man. He is a different type of nice show. And I haven't watched – have you watched any G League basketball before? I haven't. Yeah, I, I personally have not, but I'm about to be watching this year, man, because they, they got college prospects, man. So I'm about to be in there. I'm about to be in there. So, yeah, so I was reading, I was reading some articles yesterday, and they got uh, they was talking about how they're learning NBA terminology. They're getting like working out with NBA trainers and stuff like that. Like, I don't see how this doesn't disrupt the NCAA. Oh, look, it definitely does, man. Like the NCAA was getting disrupted last year when you saw Lamelo Ball. And RJ Hampton go to Australia to play professionally and make money. Like that's when you saw it kind of like, oh shit. Okay, college ain't the only option. And then now you seeing people going to the G League and then they still going overseas and coming right back. But yeah, they college, man. Yeah, 10 years is gonna look a lot different. And 10 years is gonna be a lot different for this college. College football is still gonna be prospering because there's no secondary development college or football league. But so they're trying to have the XFL be that. <laughs> hey, how many times did I cancel that motherfucker, man? Hey, but this time, this time they got hey, XFL was popping up until the busting. pandemic. It was boss, it was busting. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't gonna cap. It was nice, it was cool. Before the pandemic, it was going crazy. I'll and then hey, but this time you got the rock as the as the owner of the league. Oh, yeah, so. he is the, yeah, he did buy it. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, um, okay. yeah, it, it could it could be like a it could be like a minor leagues for the NFL, you know? Yeah, they got potential, man. Yeah, they if they link up with the NFL, you know, fuck around and start having two two uh two way contracts and stuff like that, treat it as like a real life minor league system, it could be huge. Facts. Yeah, but uh, I think NBA G League, I'm definitely excited for. Definitely, man. This is going to be the first time I'm really watching it. And, yeah, I think it's going to be good, too. They got a lot of good players in there. Yeah, this is NBA's draft uh, coming up. We got some studs, man. Cunningham. Yeah, uh, man, it's different. Kay Cunningham, he nice. nice. Yeah, he – okay, State, even though they won't make – I haven't really been watching much college basketball. I just um, cover the top prospects. I don't really watch. Yeah, yeah but, okay, State, I know that they're not, they're not eligible for the tournament, but seeing what he is doing against – uh, other college basketball players, but the thing about uh, G League is they'll be facing like veterans and grown ass men. Like yeah. yeah, so th- this is a uh, this would be nice. Definitely. Uh, was there anything um, that you were looking forward to over the next week, or any other things that you want to t- touch on? Um, nah, man. I'm just ready for the Super Bowl to come up, man. No lie, I'm I'm waiting. I'm pumped. <laughs> Wait, what you, what's your go-to um, dish for a Super Bowl? Nachos, wings? Um, ooh, that's tough. It is between those two, though. I ain't going to cap to you. 
but I usually do both, honestly. But I love the nachos, man, because you get the crock, like you get the crock pot going, man. You got the cheese, you get the, you put the ground beef in it. You know, you make, I make like my girl, she make it spicy. You know, it be going, it be going so crazy. Like it's beautiful, and she'll make yeah. some. I have her make some beans with it. Yeah, it go crazy. Go I had crazy. some fire wings yesterday from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Like I don't know, I normally don't. I don't. Wingstop, Wingstop is has restricted me because they they like they clutch with theirs. But, they um, but we had to do Buffalo Wild Wings yesterday, and they had just the right amount of sauce to wing ratio. She was going fed. Yeah, man, I had like fifteen of them. <laughs> I feel you, man. I I ain't had B-dubs, man, in forever because I just don't like their wings, man. But they flavors going fed. They flavors go crazy, but they got them little baby wings, man. I don't like them little. I don't like them little wings. A little, you know. You pick up. I like getting all drums, so you know. You pick them up, man. You just little little drum. Like yeah, no, drum, the drums be looking to be shaped weird. Yeah, they be so but small. I like I like flats, man. I like flats too, but man, I, I prefer drums. I like it all because it's all chicken. But yeah, the drums go crazy. So if I'm getting all drums, I'm going to Wingstop because they got them jumbo wings, man, and they shit fat. They wings yeah, are. Yeah, I definitely feel you, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what goes on. But uh, that that wraps up the show this week. It's good to have you on. Um, oh. We're gonna have to. We still got to chop it up after the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most but um, just want to say thank you for the viewership. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're aware, you're listening at. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys. Make sure to subscribe and yeah. tell your friends, family co-workers all about the show and let me know what you think of the show peace feedback is key <laughs>